What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams. Back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. Here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the King of Kings. The King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth. Yours truly, the Notorious One. A.K.A. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamas. You in the Desert Storm Bunker with CGA, Sea God Allah, and the eight-time demonetized champion of the world, the people's champion. Indeed, we are back in the building, and this is going to be a great episode because you know what? You know what it is right now. Here it is. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? We are at the weekend, and we are got a great weekend. Indeed, it is Cocho de Mayo. Somebody just said it is Cocho de Mayo or Cinco de Mayo. And uh, if you're looking for where the flatbacks are, I'm going to tell you in a minute. Once I find the clip, this is where the flatbacks will be doing tonight. Hi, girl. Josie. I love you so <laughs> Josie's so drunk, but I love her. Yeah, that's where they're going to be. And you know where they go. You know where they're going to be at. Let's go ahead and take a look at where they're going to be at. The gordita is going to be busy, too, man. Go and get you a gordita for Cinco de Mayo. What's the question? What's your body count? What? What's your body count? Body count? 260. I'm not going to lie. No, not your, your body count. What do you mean? How many... Oh no, she's way more lightweight than I am. Ma'am, how many bodies have you had sex with? Oh no, I can't count that. <laughs> oh, no, I cannot. <laughs> Let's just say it's more than the ten fingers, okay? Oh okay. my goodness! Oh man, more than the ten fingers. This is absolutely reprehensible. Oh, All right, but go on and get you one for Cinco de Mayo. Invite you over a gordita. It's not even Tuesday. It's Friday prime time. It's the weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Gotta get you a gordita. All right. Anyway, <laughs> man. Happy single de Mayo to you guys. Happy, uh, you know, anniversary of um your brother. Your brother, Kevin Samuels. Rest in peace. This was the day that we all found out the terrible news um, that he was surrounded by the junior college. And um, things went left. All right. I still don't know what the final story is. But, yes. This was around the time last year that we got that news. So let's just give him a rest in peace uh, for today. Um, and we'll recognize him for all the contributions that he's made as far as, far as we know. Um, as far as we, it's almost it's debatable, but he is the legend in this space. Uh, despite the fact that people want to debate it and throw it up and around and down and around. He's recognized and recognizing hell as a legend and a true free agent lifestyle member all right he, he's a free agent lifestyle member as a matter of fact um we didn't we weren't close and we didn't talk a lot we talked a little bit and um actually most of his commentary was on my vlog channel which was this channel this channel used to be a vlog channel if you didn't know um many of his commentary was not on my main channel it was on this channel so uh shout out to him and he did watch my vlogs he did watch my content but he more contributed contributed to my vlog channel uh, of living the free agent lifestyle, which tells me he's a true free agent. So rest in peace, KS. All right. Shout out to you, brothers, man. Let's get back into the day's show. We got ways to contribute. 
All right, dollar sign, the notorious CGA. Coach Greg Adams, TV on Bimmo, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that is pinned to the top of the live chat of the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Do me a favor, hit the like button if you cannot contribute. All right, and support the show and support this message. All right, this is the greatest information that you're giving. Nobody has ever given a man a plan to stay single. Nobody has ever given a man a plan to what to do when you get divorced. All right, they just left your ass out there in the wind swinging. All right, but I stepped up and I became, I claimed that spot. Now, until somebody comes up with a better solution, sit your punk ass down. Mm. This is the free agent lifestyle, and I'm the author. Go on and pick up the books, free agent lifestyle, and the evolution. The links are in the description box below. Blue chip mindset is on the way, and the free book, 52 things. All right, so anyway, you can also super chat on the Notorious CGA oh, channel. Humanity. No, not that one. New, 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 new world order. You can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel, and we're going to get, we're going to get to super chatting. All right. And Albert Wesker says one year ago, to I stole your thunder. But Albert Wesker says one year ago today, a legend pass. Rest in peace to Kevin Samuels. Although KS1 admitted he lived the free agent lifestyle. His last moments were with the Juco. This is non-disputed facts. Definitely caught on camera. And um, I don't want to know the dirty details, but I can kind of imagine what went down. You know what I mean? You guys got to slow down a little bit when you're at the junior college. If you're over 50, you know, take it easy. <laughs> take it easy. It's one of those things by, that biology and nature calls, and you get a little excited when you're around the JUCO. Everybody knows. And he definitely was a member of the free agent lifestyle. Shout out to him. J.C. Nixon says, commitment, Kahu, Coach, what does commitment mean? What that mean? All right, yeah, shout out to you, man. Uh, what that mean? Commitment. Peruvian Heat. What's up, coach? I'm in Miami this weekend for the Formula One race. The beach of the Juco is Liddy in the 305. Shout out to the coach gang and hit me with the your rent's due, motherfucker. Shout out to you, man. You paid your rent and you can afford a Formula One race. You got money. The Working Man Podcast coach just announced Jellystone will be ending this season. So not Jellystone. It's Yellowstone. And they just announced that Yellowstone will be ending this season. He says Kevin is trying to save his marriage, but it's too late, too late, baby. Bye-bye. All right, it's bye-bye. I'm not happy. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right, man. Y'all need to be trying to save your marriage. <laughs> Jesus. All right, man. All right, man. Just ditch it. Just ditch her. And just cut your, hey, cut your losses, man. The biggest thing in divorce or with situations like that, cut your losses. All right, because if she's uh, already threatened you at gunpoint, legal gunpoint, why go back to her? Shout out to uh, J Flow. It's Friday Cinco de Mayo, and Coach just caught you at the bar with a gordita, and she had me in the she had me in that warm embrace. My warm embrace. Shout out to you, man. Y'all might catch me today with a gordita. I don't know. Shout out to Derek Joyce. Says a guy at my job gave everybody fifty cent to buy lemonade. At his grandmother's stand, or I'm sorry, his granddaughter's stand. And this, wait, hold on for a second. It's my microphone's in a way. I having to look like this to read my super chats. He says, Derek Choice says, a guy at my job gave everybody 50 cent to buy lemonade at his granddaughter's stand. And this same girl years later will talk about how she's been an entrepreneur her whole life. Oh, no, women truly are sheltered from reality. That's an interesting point. That's actually funny. I, I, I have a story about that, but I'm not going to get sidetracked. John Angelo 
He says, good morning, CGA. Happy Drinko Day Mayo. He says, what's good for the weekend? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Lord have mercy. And Derek Eaton. Pause. He says, what's good for the weekend? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? We ready. <laughs> all right, we ready. Do me a favor. We're going to do Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Then we're going to get over to Cash App and all of that PayPal. We got a great Straggle and Sniggle Theater. So buckle up your seatbelt, and the show is about to get started. Let's go. Okay, man, this is going to be Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We got three great clips to show you, and Straggle and Sniggle Theater works like this. It could be a skit. It could be reality. It doesn't matter. We show it to you, and then we kind of do a little bit of a breakdown. And today's Straggle and Sniggle Theater, we're going to start with Down Bad Men on Cinco de Mayo. All right, we got, we got a brother here. Hold up for a second. Let me line up the clip. We got a gentleman here. I got to line up the clip. It ain't even lined up. All right, that's what he said. Okay. All right, let's line him up. All right, this boy is down bad for Cinco de Mayo. Uh, let's roll the clip. <laughs> Miko is not liking it. Miko said, what the fuck is wrong with I don't know why they got the recording this dude, but for some reason they knew it was down bad. So let's take down the audio and show you what's happening here. Uh, look at our brother here. You know, hey, guys, sometimes, listen, I always tell you, there's no shame in your game, gentlemen. There's no shame in your game. Guys try to shame you when you're down bad and you got broke, busted, and disgusted women. Um, they try to shame you when you get broken up on. They try to shame you when you go through a divorce. Hey, guys, that's part of the game. That's part of the game. They try to shame you when you get rejected. That's part of the game. Like relationships, all relationships end, almost all of them. Almost all of your relationships have ended. Like 99% of your relationships, like there's no shame in your game. All right. And so this happens. And this guy right now, he got a little shame and there's no shame in his game. He dealing with a walking refrigerator. I mean, it happens to a lot of guys. So let's go ahead and zoom in. This man down bad, he probably driving her car. He's probably living up under her roof. He probably needs a place to stay, a green card. We don't know. And so what's happening is um, these brothers then caught him slipping. Now, this is why this is why he's slipping. <laughs> if you zoom in right here, this right here is why he's slipping, because yeah, that brother's starving. he just need a warm place to bury that salami. All right, and now this woman is a walking square. I mean, she's not even a square. She a damn upside-down triangle, and I'm not body-shaming, but this is definitely reprehensible. I mean, if I caught y'all ninjas out there like this, if I caught y'all ninjas out here down bad, and you said, what's up, coach? I'm in the coach gang, and I saw you walking with an upside-down uh, triangle, I'm going to be like, bro, I mean, listen, man, we all get down bad every now and then. You know what I mean? But there's no shame in our game. Brothers be out here starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> she definitely like parabola. She a whole trapezoid. What I, what what shape do you describe this as? This is absolutely she built upside down. <laughs> she built upside down or inverted. I'm not sure what even to call this. But now that's not the only thing that makes this reprehensible. Listen, we don't have any shame out here. But look, <laughs> look at Oh man, look at my man. Now, this is the reality. This is he, this is his recognition that he knows he's down bad. Take a look at as he's looking at this oddly shaped, what we call them. I call them BMWs. All right, she's a BMW. I call them BMWs, which is a badly made woman. All right. There's a lot of badly made women. 
And let's go ahead and see if he recognizes the errors of his ways. He probably already beat this up. He already busted a nut. Let's take a look. <laughs> right there. He's like, man. Look at how he's. <laughs> yeah, this is an egg with legs. Look, he's shaking his head like. I feel. I feel a certain way. And this tells me he already relieved himself on her body. Right. He already relieved himself. All right. Or he's about to relieve himself. And he actually had it. She got to go pick up the uh, the rolling papers, the black and mild and the uh, condoms. He sent her in there. <laughs> he was like, she was like, did you bring condoms? He was like, no. Nah. She was like, I'll go get some. He was like, God damn. I'm really about to hit this right now. I'm really about to hit this. I mean, guys, we've been all. Listen, all men have been here down bad. And so. This is no shame. So what you need to do is find a way to recover yourself out of there. He said, that's the post-nut clarity. Look at this. Oh, man. Lord. Listen. Oh, the humanity. Man, I would hate to see the front of her. She got to be walking backwards. I, I believe she has titties on the back. If she spun her head backwards, if her head was pointed the other way, she'd have a nice body. <laughs> her body would be on point like her booty is in the front if she turned her head the other way her booty would be in the back it would be it actually uh it actually makes sense then it would be <laughs> all right she'd have an a cup in the front flat tummy then on the back she'd have that bubble everybody could see that can you see it now can, can everybody see what i'm talking about like her tummy would be flat it's kind of and then she'd have an A cup, a nice little, you know, she'd have some raisins you could play with. But anyway, let me stop. Let me stop, man. Hey, man. Hey, look, never mind. Never mind it, guys. It's no big deal. I won't judge. <laughs> I won't judge you. If you like egg with legs, don't say this is the, this is my only thing, guys, that I say about this. If you're out here slaying these dragons, we'll call them. Do not brag that you're the man. That's all I ask. All right, we just acknowledge it. I'll show, I'll, I'll say what's up. Do not tell me you pimping, right? Do not tell me you the Mac when you out here slaying boogers, right? Do not tell me I need to go get you a trophy and I can't get girls when you're out here slaying wolf boogers, all right? Or booger wolves, if you will, if you will. Don't, don't tell me you that man and you got a stable of, of 304s and you out here slaying mastodons as a hobby. You know what I mean? <laughs> booger wolves do not do it i'm not gonna big up you and that's my only criteria i don't shame you i will make fun of you but i won't shame you but i'm not gonna big up you and tell you you're the mac all right that's my only that's my only thing about men i'm not policing your salami all right but do not tell me to give your ass a trophy especially when you look like that woman ninjas be looking like that woman and then got a woman like that and then still want me to big up them i'm like Boy, we got our shit out of we our priorities out of whack. All right, let's go to the next one here. Uh, apparently, I don't know the entire story, but this is on Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Apparently, there's a uh, Division One woman's baseball pitcher for Brown University. It looks like Brown University. Can you guys see this? And uh, apparently, I'm not sure if she's got a scholarship, but she is a. They're calling her a token member of the baseball team. 
Now, of course, you guys know I have a history with universities and college sports, and I actually dumped a uh, term paper in one of my upper division, gra uh, not graduate classes, but upper division under uh, undergrad classes about Title IX, and I broke it down. And I talked about, even back then, I was talking red pills in my paper, right? I was like, listen, I'm all for women's sports, but this is actually counterproductive, and it actually takes away scholarship opportunities for young boys who work long and hard to get scholarships, right? And then they reward them by giving out skeet shooting, uh, canoeing, uh, river rafting, uh, lacrosse scholarships for girls who only start playing lacrosse in the 11th grade. Like most of them really didn't put lifelong emphasis. And even then I was putting red pills and my university professors hated me because I was like, listen, I'm pro women's sports. I actually was coaching women's sports, but I was like, title nine is all out of whack. All right. Now, apparently this woman's on the men's baseball team. This woman is on the men's baseball team, which the Ivy League does not give out athletic scholarships. So I don't know if she's getting any money for there, but she's a pitcher on the men's baseball team. Everybody got it. So that's why they call her a token. Now, it gets worse than that because for some reason they said, oh, let's trot her ass out there and let her throw the first pitch at a baseball game. Now, we've been here before with that one girl from Vanderbilt. Remember the girl kicker from Vanderbilt who kicked off and ran off the field before the play was dead and she, get a, uh, she did a pooch kick, right? The kick was just all out of whack. She kicked it 25 yards, and they were like, she's the first woman, and they act like she did something, and everybody's like, we saw that kick. And everybody called out the bull, bull crap, but of course they kept pushing the agenda, and, they, and Joe Biden invited her to the inauguration, all right? But just remember, because people are going to start saying, celebrities have thrown bad pitches too. Okay, that's what they're going to say to, they're going to say, celebrities threw bad pitches too, but let's go back. This woman's a pitcher, for the men's Division I baseball team, that's going to be different than 50 Cent throwing out a pitch. He don't know how to pitch. This woman is on the roster for the men's baseball team. All right, so do you understand the difference? Okay. 50 Cent's not a baseball pitcher, and he never claimed to be. Michael Jordan's not a baseball pitcher, but he was a baseball player. This woman's a pitcher for the men's baseball team. All right, so that please understand the difference. <laughs> All right. So let me see here. Let's go ahead and make it higher. Her name is Olivia Pinchard or something like that. All right, let's go ahead and play it. All right, we might have to play it without volume. So um, I might do the commentary because Major League Baseball. Okay, all right, boys, you got the whole family out here. We got a ninja in an apron. They done put a man with a whole goddamn apron out here. See, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> do you see why I'm annoyed with these agendas? I'm absolutely annoyed with this. Why do you got her out here like this? And then juxtaposed to this, you got a ninja with an apron. What are we doing in our society? All right, let's continue. All right, so the wind up. All right, she's checking the guy. It, it, oh, no, wait. I know. Listen, pitching is hard. Pause. Yeah, I would have that look on my face, too. Okay. She's like, damn. All of a sudden, we can't push this narrative. Now, if she would have bowled a strike, that would have been absolutely amazing. But this is a pitcher for a Division I baseball team. We all throw some wild things. You know what I mean? There are major league, you, you'll find a Major League Baseball player doing something just as similar. However, there's a batter on the other end, right? The batter's there. It's like ninth inning, three balls, two strikes, two outs, you know, a tying run at the third base. I get it. A little bit of pressure. 
there's big pressure to throw out the opening pitch. There's like, there's like 200 people in the stands. Everybody's at the concession stand. There's big pressure. And it's a big deal to pitch. But this is a pitcher for a Division I baseball team. But while we're at it, while we're having a little bit of fun, people were talking about celebrities throwing out opening pitches. Well, why not? Let's take a look at your boy, Dr. Wear a mask, Fauci. Dr. Fauci has to have the worst pitch of all time. And uh, there's your boy right there. This is why I never listened to Dr. Fauci, punk ass. All right, look at my man, man. Dr. Fauci, come on, bro. Dr. Fauci, what are y'all doing? No wonder why people listen to you, man. Look at the work. Wait a minute. There's no way. There is no way, Dr. Fauci. Where? Where? He threw it midway. He threw it midway between the first baseline and the home plate. This cannot be real, Dr. Fauci. Jesus. All right, so let's go ahead, man. There's other bad pitches while we're ce celebrating this. Um, Michael Jordan has a bad pitch as well, but uh, we'll, we'll show the GOAT. All right, Michael Jordan with the Michael Jordan walk out to the mound, and uh, I can imagine this is a hard. Uh, Michael Jordan, let me see here. Michael, Michael Jordan. Uh, it's getting ready to number 23 and he's a baseball player. So I don't know if he has any excuse. I think he was a left fielder. All right, Michael, Jordan, come on, man. Get to the pitch, man. All right, get to the pitch. All right, let me see Michael Jordan. And he tosses it over. What in the hell, bro? Oh, not Michael Jordan. Good Lord, Mike. We don't want to be like Mike pitching. All right, we got the best one yet to come. All right, one of the best ones yet to come. Let me go ahead and show you. Uh, let's see here. Let me get, uh, let me scroll down. Hold on for a second. Why they don't have it up here? All right. The, my, my screen reset. Dr. Fauci has to have the worst one. But uh, let me see if I can find it. Why, why they're not showing it? We know about 50 Cent. Hold on for a second. I got to stop sharing and find it. I got to find it. Let's see if I can find it. This is already going way too long. Uh, let's see if we can find it. Let me see if there's video of it. Of course, they done buried it. Now they don't have the video. Of course they don't. I thought it was a meme. No, no, no. Can't find it. All right. I'm going to have to find it on YouTube. I'm definitely going to have to find it on YouTube. But for some reason, they're not playing it. All right. Anyway, I was going to show you uh, President Trump's first pitch. You guys want to see President Trump's first pitch? Let me see if I can find it real quick. President Trump has a first pitch, too. And uh, his is just as bad. What do you think? Do you think his is good or bad? What do you think? All right, hold on for a second. Where's Dr. They Look, why can't I find the damn thing? I can't even find the damn thing, man. They doing me dirty. All right, so here we go. President 45. All right, President 45. Donald Trump is going to come up. Man, Donald Trump fans, I don't know what to tell you. Or what are you expecting? Here's President 45 uh, landing on the helicopter on a field. Look at this. Boy, the. A popping circumstance. All right, look at my man warming up. He was like, let me warm that arm up. Let me warm that arm up. He getting the thing right here. Yep, they done scrubbed the internet of this one. Let me see. Look, look, no warm up. Whoosh, damn. All right, right down the middle. Lord have mercy. Let's give him a. All right, look at this right here. Boy, he barely warmed up. He just got out there. Wow. All right, a little bit in the dirt. A little bit in the dirt. A little bit in the dirt. It was a spitball. My man, God dang, Donald. You know what I mean? All right, he looking best in everybody, man. Even the pitcher. 
My man pulled it back. Look, watch him. Look, he know what he doing. Look at him. He didn't even step up. Wow. Look at that pitch, man. He put a spit. He put some spit on that. He put some spit on that. <laughs> All right. Shout out to him. All right. There's some other fabulous first pitches that you can uh, check out. I think he put some. I think he put some dirt on it. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think? My man said, that's a man. Maury said, that's a man. He stepped up right here. Just, oh, did George W. Bush? George W. Bush, too. Well, he, he cheated, though. Let me see. George W. Bush actually did um actually did well as well. It, did Obama throw out a pitch? Let me see what GW did. Let me see what GW Bush did. All right, they done made it a whole damn show. All right, let me see what he doing here. All right, George W. Bush. See what he doing. Everybody's like, this is a Republican stream. All right. It was overwhelming. It was just overwhelming. It ain't all that. It ain't all that. All right. So let me see what GW did. W. Ooh. Oh, shit. You see that? He delivered it. Boy, that was a goddamn. Look how he floated that. He hit that. He hit her. He, he hit him with the, um. What what is that type of pitch called? That was a goddamn pitch right there. All right. Let me see that. All right, Mark Grace, look at that. Oh, wait, Lord, have mercy. Now, that was a pitch. What kind of pitch was that? That's not the one. What is the, was that a sinker, a changeup, a slider? What was that? What was the one where the, they throw it slow? Knuckleball. That's the one I was thinking. He threw that knuckleball out there. That's a good knuckleball. All right, shout out to the CGA Sports Show. He threw that knuckleball out there. That was clean as hell. All right, we got to show Obama. Obama got to have a pitch. It was a sinker. What was it? Look at that. Look. Ooh, right down. Oh, my Lord. That was right here, bro. That was right there. <laughs> my Lord. Oh, it was a hanging Chad. Definitely a hanging Chad. All right. Let me see if Obama got a pitch. All right. Because we got to let him know. Does your boy got a first pitch? Let me see Obama. All right. Here we go. Our boy, the first black president. All right, I'm going to get a copyright on this show already, and the show's already off the rails. All right, so here we go. Obama looking good. All right, whatever you say about Obama, the brother looked presentable all times, man. Look at him. My man always, he had the black thing all down, Pat. I mean, he took the black class. How to be a black man. Look at him. Sniggling. All right, ninjas out here, bro. Look at look at Obama. Hold up. Niggas always got to show they teeth. All right, look at Obama. All right, let me see his boy. Man, this better be good, ninja. This better be good. He up there sniggling. Man, all right. Come on, bro. President, throw that bitch. Oh, he a lefty. I forgot. Let me see. He a lefty. Mm. Mm. I, it's not bad. He pitched. <laughs> not bad. I'm not going to shit on him. Not bad. I mean, it was nowhere near the plate. It was nowhere near the batter's box. You know. I mean, it kind of took out. It would have took out a righty. For sure, he would have took him out, threw it over at, on his helmet. All right, I mean, you know, it was the President Obama. Hey, bro, let's let's get that shit in the batter's box at least, bro. I mean, compared to Bush and Trump, this a L. Hold up for a second. Let me see what we doing. Get that shit. Where where it going? Oh man, damn. Sheesh. Oh damn. Where's Joe Biden? Does he have a perfect? Now that the show's really off the rails. We got to do Biden. We told you to do Biden. All right. Okay. He don't have no, he has one. He doesn't have one. He kind of has one, but the footage is actually murky. All right. All right. It's no use. All right. I'm sure he's the most popular pitcher of all times. Let's get to the last one here. 
uh, women driving. All right. That's just straggling and sniggle by itself. Apparently, women don't need men. Apparently, women don't need men. Somebody says Obama's good at basketball. Okay, yeah, we'll give him that. We'll give him that. All right, but apparently there were some ladies that uh, were following their GPS, and the GPS told them to go a certain way, even though the area had a harbor, a flood. There was a harbor, but the GPS told her maybe to get on a ferry, take the harbor across somewhere in Hawaii. But um, they decided, hey, follow the GPS. Follow the GPS, and here they go. There they go. There's a line in front of the boat. Good Samaritans tell us the visitors were just following instructions from their GPS when they drove right into the water. They were on their way to a manta ray tour. The passenger escaped through the window while witnesses jumped into the water and rushed to pull a female driver out. Yes, the female driver. The GPS led them straight into the harbor. I think they must have just taken their eyes off the road for a second. And um, I think everyone is a bit shocked. We just saw this car drive straight into the harbor. First of all, this woman's still looking and got her seatbelt on. Mm. She still got brothers. She's in the she said we took our eyes off the road for a second. I don't think so. You would see that water. And then she's still in there going, what do I do now? And still with her seatbelt on, talking ninja. <laughs> they like, get out the car, you bitch. Like, you about to drown. You bitch. You bitch. They would have still had her in her seatbelt. <laughs> it took us a, a second to. And of course, toxic masculinity to the rescue. Of course, every time we see these stories, I don't see women jump in there to save women. It'd be men, toxic masculinity. To figure out what was going on because they didn't seem panicked or have any sense of urgency. They about to die, y'all. They are literally about to die. And she arguing with these ninjas. No, the GPS said, you're wrong. You're just afraid. You're just afraid to listen. The GPS is a, the GPS told me to go this way. <laughs> to get out of the car. The SUV was fully submerged by the time first responders arrived. There it goes. But Ooh, she was like 10 seconds away from dying. 10. Tow crews were able to remove the vehicle and were told no one was hurt. There's a, there's a line in the front of the bush. She's still floating away with the seatbelt on. Yo. What? <laughs> this is why, gentlemen... You got to stop. You got to stop taking these people seriously. They just don't have, they just don't, they're just not there with you. We, we have a false connection. We live in, I say we live in the parallel universes, right? They live in a parallel universe where in their mind, it makes sense. Like the simple things. And we're going to get to that later. And never take it personal when they argue with you. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Shout out to my man. I am going to the Canelo fight. And Juco, boss up ninjas. I do have the sound effect. I'm going to have it ready for next week. My man going into the Canelo fight. Boss up, ninja. Boss up. All right, we got to boss up. Shout out to my man, Mr. Downs. He says, we need a 24 purge of this great world of ours. Yes, you do. We need to be. We need to be on our Thanos. All right, Thanos was right. G Money, thank you for your money. And then Jacob M says, boss up, ninja. In the building, it's time to boss up. We got Jones G says, XXs will take a lie to the grave. Be careful. 
and we'll give you a prime up of the show that's coming up later. I know people are going to be like, here's some more misogyny. And here's him being hurt and bitter again. We, we already know what's coming. But I'm going to show you this show is going to tell you everything that I'm going to reference is going to be directly from women talking about women lying. All right. And I'll show you that in a minute. We got uh, El Santo. Shout out to you. Wow. Did you sponsor today's show? You did yesterday. And I'm going to give it to you today, too. I'm rich, bitch. As well as our main sponsor this week, Lion Empire Legal. All right. Shout out to you. And we got Coach It's Seneca. He said, here's a donation to the Baby Mama Terrorist Fund. You keep me sniggling at my job. Six figure. Blue collar job brothers in the building. Brothers, listen to Coach. My wife is a divorce attorney. The only way to win is to never play the game. Ooh, you know what? You're one of the very few men that I know have a wife that is a divorce attorney. And so, guys, um, I know you people that want to fight it, the ignorant men. That think I'm making this shit up. All right. I know you think I do, but this guy's wife is a divorce attorney and he's telling you, listen to CGA. He knows what he's talking about. He knows what he's talking about. He's not lying to you guys. All right. He's not hurt a bit. He knows. And my man's in trouble. I actually knew another guy who um I knew another guy who married a family law attorney. She was a family law attorney. And he used to be like, Man, it's bad. He was like, it is. And he was a young guy and married her. And uh, he worked as a fitness trainer. He was the young guy. He was like, boy, he's like, I'm screwed if it goes left. Yeah. Shout out to you. Uh, anybody who thinks I know what I, don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what world you're living in. Shout out to my man, Macaroni. Tony can't say where I, but I traveled to an NBA city. He says, I chopped it up with a guy that was wearing Wranglers. Meanwhile, I'm in sweatpants in a sweatsuit. Turns out he's a season ticket holder and a part of the free agent lifestyle and has been using passport JUCOs since 1996. And he says, we out here, man. I'm assuming it's Memphis, but no, I'm just saying, he says, you travel, man. You chopped it up with a guy. He's a free agent. JUCO passport. Some men know this. There actually used to be a term back in the day called a forever bachelor. Okay. And these men were menaces to pure, decent society. Okay, they were menaces and men who often lived out bachelor lifestyles were seen as losers. All right. Or um, they were seen as, uh, you know, philanderers or womanizers. And they had their little one bedroom. They had their little um, they had their little apartment with the upstairs, downstairs, the, the suite with the loft with the bed in it. And they came down and they had the bar and the alcohol. You remember those days, the forever bachelors. This was a, th a term in the late 70s, early 80s or mid 80s. Oh, he's a bachelor. He's a forever bachelor. He's never going to get married. This was before Midtown. Yeah, he had the studio loft. He had the townhouse and he had the setup. He had the, the, the leather sofa, <laughs> you know, the big ass leather sofa with your skin sticking to it. The bachelor pad. My man had the bachelor pad. Yep. And uh, everybody thought, man, he's going to lose and he's this and he's afraid to commitment. And yeah, boy. So that was before. MGTOW, that was before Red Pill really even hit the scene. Dudes back then knew. They knew. They were like, nah. <laughs> and he would travel. He would work. He would do his job. He'd have a new woman in every weekend. He had, he had the life. He was the free agent lifestyle. So the free agent lifestyle is nothing new. It has been a thing. They called them forever bachelors back in the day. And women would, dude, women would target those guys. They would target them. That it was a challenge to get a forever bachelor to marry. 
They would go target that guy. Oh, he thinks he thinks I, he thinks he's never gonna get married. Watch, I'm gonna put that panani on him. I'm gonna put that pedussy on him. And then they get ran through, and then they be crying. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, so never be afraid. That Bruce Wayne ish is real. Hey, shout out to uh, Mr. Albert says happy day today, fellas. Hey, we gonna play it every time we say it. Yep. Moose Hefner says, hey, coach, he says, uh, how are the ladies doing with keeping that same energy about the science of men? Of course. No, it only applies to them when it comes to science. There's medical reports that say and there's medical science that say I need to be out here with multiple wives. We're going to show you that in a minute. We got our brother out here. No government name says the EU approved in January cricket flower. I think I reported on that. He says, foot in the door to introduce insects as main nutrition. CGA ain't lied yet. And that's going to happen. Actually, there's a couple out here. There's people already eating crickets and bugs. But they're actually now feeding it to their children. And there's clips of that. Uh, By the way, that's going to be a thing. We got our man Morris Day. He says, tell your peeps, buy PP coin. Peppy coin? Pepe coin. Shout out to you. I'm not sure what that is. But uh, Pepe coin? It's probably got to be 0.0000001% right now. And uh, any gains would be definitely a gain, right? Sizzo, Sizzo in the building. He says, happy free agent lifestyle. Friday, coach. It's Cinco de Mayo today. We got to play the horns. He says, remind the fellas to fold that gordita up to go. LOL. Wow. He says, it's about to be one great summer. Folder up to go. Yes, are you eating here or to go? We're taking her to go. Yes, indeed. We're going right to the crib. We do have a couple more super chats and we're going to get to it. We got Stoney. Let me see here. Uh, Jack Frost says that brother was starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. Miguel was starving. We got Jack Frost says, I shout out to you, Stoney Montana. She can take handcuffs. Um, Wait, she can take hands off. <laughs> Handoffs. My bad. Stoney Montana's like, damn, man, for real. Stoney Montana says she can take handoffs on the goal line like William the Refrigerator Perry from the 85 Bears. Woo-wee. Indeed. Shout out to you. Somebody said the confirmed bachelor. Yes, indeed. Shout out to Choppa. TJ is in the building. Thank you, man. Joshua Moon says give Fauci the prices wrong for that pitch. I remember back then I was always I was always telling y'all about Dr. Fauci. I was like, I ain't listening to that. Ninja. And then when I saw that pitch, I was like, I'm definitely not listening to him. All right. Target says, notice that the Trancon and feminists are not protesting these women playing in men's sports. They are. They are. They, they actually don't know. It's kind of like, um, you ever see that meme where the guy has to push the button and he's sweating? Okay, this is what feminists, this is the plight of them. This is why I don't. Um, let me see here. Push the button meme. This is why I tell you it's not my fight. Yeah, here's the meme right here. Let me see if I can. The meme generator. Let me pop this up. So feminism has delivered women a very big kerfuffle. Quoting our guy, um, Anthony Brian Logan, ABL. And so now feminism, as I tell you, woke and liberals, they eat each other. So they never realize that they're mopping each other into the corner. And so every time they do something, it ends up working against them. So feminism is now working against them now that men want to be in women's sports and women want men want to be in female pad. I like men are doing better being women than women are. And so now they have to push the right button. 
All right, wokeism and liberalism. This is why uh, this is why traditionalism always has the answers because there's an answer and there's no gray area. So they end up being like, wait a minute. Am I going to be a historism? Am I going to be a racist, a sexist? Am I going to be, or is this the patriarchy? Is Am I going to be, uh, what do they call it? Transphobic or is this the patriarchy? This is the two buttons right here. Because the answer is both because it's the patriarchy. Because men invade, men being women is patriarchy, right? But also, you can't be a transphobic either. Mm. What button? They stuck. They like, God damn. <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> I don't know what, 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 what is this anti women or pro woman? Mm. <laughs> like, wait a minute. This is why the this is why the holy scripts and scrolls a long time ago gave y'all exactly what to do, but y'all ignored it. Mm. So this is why I say it's not my fight. I actually did a video. I think it got even taken down by YouTube on my sports channel where I said, I don't care about transgender men uh, doing boxing matches with women. Women want to go in there and act like it makes sense. Then they get their head torn off. And I'm like, it ain't my fight. Mm. They're like, oh, we should be against this. It ain't my fight. If she wants to go in there and be stupid and say, well, she identifies as a woman and it's a fully grown ass man over there in an MMA fight and you get torn your head off, get torn off your spine. It ain't my fight. Because this is what you put yourself in that position. I did not. And the only reason you walk in, in that ring is because you have to make a tough decision like this. You're going, oh, wait a minute. Hold up. Am I, <laughs> am I pro men? <laughs> right? You put yourself in that spot. It ain't my fight. It is what it is, y'all. That's how you got to treat them. Let them. Let them paint themselves in the corner. And it is what it is. All right, let me get back to the show. Yeah, man, it's too ridiculous. It's too ridiculous at this point. I'm not saving y'all. All right, the perfect woman doesn't exist. Oh, by the way, you know what? I got to do a pre-show for the people who are here. I might have to jump to the main event because people are going to say, oh, I came in here for the why women lie clip coach. All right, and so I normally, when we get 2,000 people and 1,000 likes, I go right to the main event. All right, so the likes have to be up there at least 50%. All right, so let me uh, uh, set this up right here. And let me show you the why women lie. It's not a talking point. Like, it's, don't say I hate women. All right. People always say that. I like women. All right. I just don't like women that mess around. You know what I mean? But check this out. There's a book, Little White Lies, Deep Dark Secrets, The Truth About Why Women Lie, written by Susan Shapiro Barash. See? We're going to take this. Most of these things that I'm going to talk to you about are going to come directly from women about why women lie. It's not going to be me coming up with this. Now, it's going to be me agreeing with it and me telling you the truth. And I'm giving you a preview. And by the way, uh, Kanye West has something to say about this. I'm not going to say what race, what people we know. I can't say that. All right. So Kanye had to Kanye. You always interrupted me. Stop talking all, all about it. All right, and so now I'm going to give you another preview here. Um, let me see here about why women lie. I'm going to just show you that this is, ain't going to be no these red pill guys, all right, because the, the, the simps always want to throw that out. The simps always want to throw that shit out. All right, let me show you another. another oh, jeez, man. What's going on here? 
What's going on with my screen? All right, here it goes right here. Watch this. Oh, that's not it. Here's going to be another article that we're going to reference. Watch this. Why women are more likely to lie. By who? Pamela Tom. I don't know who the hell that is, but that doesn't sound like a man. Could be pinned by a man, but that's going to be a man. Also, they're going to use a University of California berserkly professor named Laura Cray, who's going to confirm. And another woman, Miriam K. That's going to confirm. Yep, women lie. And they're most likely to lie. And they're going to give you reasons why. All right. Do you think I'm lying? I'm going to show you another one right here. So this is not going to be me. This is not the red pill guys. Look, watch this. Why women lie? 11 reasons why she thinks it's okay to lie to you. By who? Natasha. Mm. Natasha is going to deliver the sermon today on the mount of the mountaintop. All right. So here it is right here. And we're going to reveal to you the Hall of Fame Women Liars of the Year. And uh, this is going to be the all-time Hall of Fame. We're starting it today. Uh, first couple inductees before we get into the show. This woman is found uh, guilty of falsely reporting an attempted kidnap. All right. She belongs in the Hall of Fame. All right. We're going to go here. You guys can make your vote of the Hall of Fame female liars. All right. The second Hall of Fame of female liars, according to CGA, is women who cry on camera. Any woman who has recorded themselves ever crying on camera goes into the Hall of Fame of female liars. All right. All right. That's number two, because we're going to talk about why that is. The number three Hall of Fame female liars is Carolyn Bryant, who allegedly was giving up the cheeks, the booty cheeks to Emmett Till, and thus goes into history as he recently died and not served jail time as one of the Hall of Fame female liars of all time. All right. And so we're going to go ahead and continue with the Hall of Famers. We're going to go to the woman from Rosewood, apparently, according to the true stories. The woman from Rosewood goes into the Hall of Fame as one of the Hall of Fame liars of all time. All right. I mean, come on, man. People lost their lives. Mm. All right. People lost their lives over that. We can't play the clip because they always give me a copyright. All right. But she definitely goes into the Hall of Fame of female liars. I mean, people die when females lie. All right. The other Hall of Famer. All right. It is 1-800-BLAME-A-NINJA, Susan Smith. All right, Susan Smith, definitely, she could be paroled here in 2024. Susan Blame-A-Ninja Smith, Hall of Fame woman liar. All right, we got some Hall of Famers here. We got a woman here, uh, Nikki Yovino over here. Nikki Yovina, yo, uh, let me see here. Why is it doing this? I got to decline. I got to decline their offer. All right, Nikki Yovino over here. All right, goes into the Hall of Fame as one of the all-time. Uh, she got her train game ran on her, and then claimed that she got a tr she got great, and two men lost a scholarship and their ability to go to the NFL. Nikki Yovino over here. All right, Hall of Fame female liar. So we're gonna do here, and we got one more that we got to show you. Sherry Papini, Hall of Famer. Sherry Papini, Hall of Fame woman liar, says she was kidnapped only to find out she was with her ex-boyfriend getting her cheeks clapped. All right. Mm. We got a lot of pick, we got a lot of people to choose from here. We got a lot of people to choose from. And we even have a statement from women that say, "Hey, false allegations are worth it because it actually helps us get the real perpetrators." All right? And so they don't mind a man losing his life, his career, his freedom if we use false allegations because it's worth it to lie on men. Because overall, men are grapists. We got some great ones here. We got a great show. All right, who's looking forward to this show? 
And we might even be able to vote for the Hall of Famers. But by the way, we're going to go to a gentleman here. And this gentleman goes by the name, and he's been well-known for a long time, Dr. Miles Monroe. And so for the guys who are looking for a perfect woman, all right, for guys who think we're looking for a perfect woman, uh, Dr. Miles Monroe is going to deliver the sermon on the mountaintop here, all right, of why there is no perfect woman, all right? How? Oh, wow. This is interesting. Let me see if you agree. Here we go. And here's the good part. God will never give a male a finished woman. This is very important now. The woman that you are looking for, the one in your head, does not exist. That's why you can't find the perfect woman. She only exists in your mind. God will only give you the raw material. He said, I want you to cultivate her and make her into the woman in your mind. So your job is to develop and to refine and to train and to educate and to improve the woman in your life. That means the longer a woman stays with you, the better she should become. Oh. All right, gentlemen, um, that one is going to be a polarizing clip. What do you think about that one? That one could be polarizing. The Lord says the man findeth the wife, but he findeth the wife. She's still incomplete. She still needs instructions or she's, Headed for self-destruction. Some men might say, I'm not going to put in all that work for a woman to just divorce greatly to kingdom come. All right. I'm not going to put in this work only for this woman to rebel in the spirit of Jezebel. There's a lot to unpack in that clip. And a lot of guys are going to be like, nah, it simply ain't worth it. The juice ain't worth the squeeze. Why buy the cow when I can get the milk for free? Why train a woman when she's not ready to receive my instructions? So there's a lot to unpack. I think in today's world, if this is true, and women agree with this, if this is true, then women should be listening to men, right? Mm. If she's with him and she says he doesn't lead, then that's her own dumb choice, right? She's actually listening to a man who can't have the ability to lead. Some women choose men in order to be able to walk all over him. This is why we say, don't be the cleanup man. Don't be the simp. And when she chooses you in order to just walk all over you or be henpecked, then guess what? She's not choosing you in a situation where she's admitting she's incomplete. She's choosing you that she said that she's better than you. She's more perfect. If any woman says, hey, husbands are dumb and we're the smart ones, then she's not in the essence of the spirit of the Lord. We want we want women in the spirit of the Lord to understand that you are not perfect. Indeed, you need me for your own survival. I mean, or otherwise, you're going to put your minivan into a into a into a, a river or a lake or whatever that was, a harbor, and then wondering why I'm instructing you to save your own life. See, these are the things that people are wrestling with in this world today with modern relationships. It's just a simple thing. And I think there's a false sense of security by mostly women, but certainly by men, that women believe that they can do this all on their own. But th this is a false sense of security and a great sense of stability that simply doesn't exist. The house of cards are falling apart. And now some women are saying, yes, I'm incomplete. Take me as I am. Very, very interesting thing there. Rest in peace to Brother Miles Monroe. Uh, if you want to check him, he's an evangelist. I believe he's from, I uh, can't remember. I'll, I'll just say Ghana since I throw that shit out all the time. Everybody from, from Ghana. All right. There's no other African country on the CGA show but Ghana. That's the only one I can remember off the top of my head. I just put everybody in Ghana. All right. Where is he from? The Bahamas. He ain't even from Africa. Mm. <laughs> right? He's from the Bahamas. He's an evangelist. He was an evangelist from the Bahamas.
I just put every black man in Ghana. All right, I don't know. That's just what I do. And if it's not Ghana, it's Gambia or Nambia or Namibia. I don't know. <laughs> Shout out to everybody, man. He from Barbados too? All right, shit, I don't know. Shout out to my brother. All right, uh, what do you think about that? Use your own voice on that one. Let's go to this one right here. There's a man that says, I have multiple wives. Let's go to this one. And he puts Judge Judy in his place on multiple wives. Of course, this is the science of men. As a matter of fact, it is the science of society. 80% of all civilizations have been polygamous or polygynist. That's just the truth. All right, monogamy is a very fairly new concept in our 200,000 years of, of um, us being homo sapiens and homo erectus and all of that shit. All right, so what this is, this is a guy, he's a Utah polygamist, I'm pretty sure, and he's going to school Judge Judy on the law of having multiple wives. Now, I don't know why you would want multiple wives in this day and age, but Judge Judy is a hero over here because she says she's anti-feminist. I love it. Even though she looks like a feminist and sounds like one, she says she's against feminism. She's like, I've never looked at myself as a feminist. But now, let's go ahead and let them speak. It's the law to have more than one marriage license and assume to have both of them valid, but it's not against the law to enter into a relationship with more than one person. That's true. So then, oh, that's true. We have a lot of people who have a lot of relationships, Mr. Green. That's true. But you, according to your answer, refer to these people as wife numbers one well, through seven. Are we going to talk about my definition of my relationship or the laws? If you want to talk about the laws... I don't have a marriage license with any of these ladies. So in essence, they're all mistresses. Am I the only man in America to have a mistress or more than one? Oh, right. Are there laws against that? You see, so, in, that, in Utah, so that what you're saying, Mr. Green, you know, judge, is, in Utah, just a second. What you're saying, Mr. Green, is that you're not married to any of these women. In my, in my mind, I'm married. Our relationship is the same as if it was a, a marriage sanctioned by the government. But I don't believe that we require a governmental sanction to make a successful relationship. Oh. If the government wanted to. <laughs> hey, that line right there. I might not, I not, might not want multiple mealy mouth muskrats, but that line right there. I don't need a government sanction to qualify what my relationship is. Woo! Wait, my man, where's little Wayne at? Woo! My man. Sheesh. I love it. My man getting around the system, man. Despite the fact that they're all probably on welfare. <laughs> right? <laughs> he said, I don't give a shit about what the state says. He on his uh, what's my brother's name over there? Uh, the other brother here, he's um Pastor Dowell. My man is on his Pastor Dowell shit. Shout out to Pastor Dowell. My man pulling out Pastor Dowell on his ass. To arrest us and come after us, they would have to arrest everyone that was cohabitating without a marriage license. Oh wow! It's against the law. To man, even the girl is trained under his law and his thumb. She said, "Hey," she said, "If they come after us." They would have to come after everybody who's shacking up as a false marriage. All right. So if they arrest us for shacking up and living together, they would have to go after everybody living together that weren't married. Wow, man, man, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. And I see um, he's got a lot of Millie Mouth muskrats there. And they have, have, have at him. I, I don't know if that's what I would do. I wouldn't do that. But I think, you know, I'm always in my spirit of poly, uh, poly polygyny. So um, and this is not for my own my own debaucherous purposes. It is just the spirit of the man that I am. I'm not for monogamy. I'm not built for it. 
Um, you know, there was a point in life I thought I was. I thought I could give it a shot. All right. Then I was like, damn, this sucks. <laughs> All right. This sucks. Just too much control handed over. Yeah, man. It was like a prison. Wasn't wasn't the other person's fault. I just didn't like it. All right. I, I was like, this is no way. I can't pull this off for the rest of my life. Um, it is what it is. And uh, that is that part of the show. Here's this part of the show. Are gold digging women better than yours? Boy, the Internet keeps bringing new people to us, bringing up new information. Man, I'm never going out of business. As a matter of fact, I will have content forever as long as there's social media. All right. So we have this woman here. We call her a master splinter. Okay. And so what is she going to say? This is why every single woman must be a gold digger. All right. You get no argument for me. I don't mind gold diggers. People always think you gold diggers are bad and, 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 and junior college girls are bad. Nah, man, they, they're the best. They, at least they're upfront about what they want. Other women be like, I'm not a gold digger. And then the next thing they say is men must provide men must protect men must secure. I'm like, and that's what a gold digger would say. No, you're an undercover gold digger. <laughs> that's what you are trying to frame it as what it's not. All right, let's continue. Well, what do you want, coach? You want a woman who's educated or a gold digger? Let's get to it. This is why every single woman must be a gold digger. If you're constantly up-leveling your knowledge, your skills, your academic abilities, and your appearance to be the best possible version of you, you're ultimately digging for gold within yourself because you see yourself as gold. And if you put in time, effort, and money into becoming the absolute best version of you, then why would you not select someone else who is also the best version of them? As do you know what happens to a woman if she selects someone who isn't up to her standard? She devalues herself and she undoes all of the hard work, time, energy and effort that she has put into herself. So now you're no longer a goldmine. This is why you must only date with the intention of digging for gold in somebody else as well, as it would be very foolish of you to undo all of the work. This is why. All right. And so I know people are going to be like, she crazy, she this and that. But guys, she's not saying anything different than the other woman. <laughs> she's not saying any, all she's doing is admitting it. She's not saying anything different than any woman that said, like, for instance, the woman, Ebony Williams, that people have been talking about for the past week. She's saying what Ebony Williams said. That's the same thing she was saying. There's nothing different. She's saying nothing different than any woman that you went out on a date with. Nothing. I know my worth. Level up. All of this shit. All right. This is the same thing. All she's doing is flat out admitting it. All right. It's like me when I say Debbie dad. All right. We all Debbie daddies. There's nothing we can do. Put the label on it. She's just saying to women, we're all gold diggers. <laughs> all right. No matter what. And everybody should. This is the only thing she's doing that's different. She's actually putting in where the transaction is. This is a straightforward approach to the relationship. She's taking the emotion and the love out of it and prioritizing everything of value that she believes she brings. Now, can she overvalue herself? Absolutely. Do women overvalue themselves? Completely. Now, in her case, she's like, I put in the time, money. In she's talking about meat, money, energy, attention, and time. And she's saying, this is what I put into myself. Thus, I put this investment in myself. I should be able to transact this. It's simple. But the thing that's going to get people's attention is she's going to just say that the, the key is she says every single woman must be a gold digger when, in fact, there already are. 
I mean, this is what we know they, they are. And I've been trying to tell you, all women cost, free women cost the most, traditional women cost the most, all men pay. Uh, it, it's the same thing, okay? Every, every relationship you're in, whether short-term, long-term, sexual or not, involves a transaction, okay? Involves a transaction. And men will be like, well, sex is, um, sex is a mutual transaction uh, relationship, meaning she's receiving uh, good sex from me. Okay, but she's also she's also giving herself and her body to you. A lot of guys will be like, it shouldn't cost for sex because she enjoyed it. Okay, it shouldn't cost for sex because she enjoyed it. When you went to the movie, Ninja, you enjoyed it, but you still paid, you goofball ass ninja. <laughs> when you went to the amusement park, you sure enjoyed it, but your ass had to pay. When you got on that airplane and went to the Bahamas, you sure did pay, and they want your ass to enjoy it. But guess what, mother sucker? They still punk. You still plunk now money for it. I cannot stand ninjas with that bullshit. Every ninja think you doing something because you gave her an orgasm. Women get orgasms. They can have multiple of them, and they can surely have enjoyed it. And then 10 minutes later, they on to another world, ninja. <laughs> right? They done forgot about that orgasm. You, on the other hand, 10 minutes, you still laying in bed trying to catch your breath. Okay, because you can only really have one, barely have two back to back. She can have eight back to back and be going back worried about her job tomorrow. Ninja, you ain't did nothing because you gave a woman an orgasm. And just because you gave her one and she enjoyed it don't mean it don't cost nothing to you. Mm. <laughs> what? I'm tired of these ninjas out here. All right. I got good salami. Mm. My God. Saying something or another person enjoyed it doesn't mean there's no pay. You're all playing, and she's just acknowledging that. Now, let's get back to the ridiculous of the arguments. This is why modern relationships are failing, flopping, and floundering. Here's a woman who allegedly allegedly uh, calls her friend out for leaving her husband. All right? All right? All right? Somebody said the analogy should be that the movie theater enjoyed it. All right, here we go. Uh, we got um, a woman calling her woman, her friend out, her friend out. The woman and the movie theater enjoyed it as well. The movie theater definitely capitalized on your entertainment. Let's get into it. Let's read this text exchange. Apparently, her friend is about to leave her marriage of fourteen years or so because the man works two jobs and the man is broke. All right, so let's get to it. It says right here. Um, I hate asking you this. This is the woman who's married, says, I hate asking you this, but is there any way you could help me out with a hotel for me and the boys the next few days? I filed for divorce. And she says, I filed for divorce, but I will never blame anybody for typos. And then the friend says, the friend says, what that mean? And she says, wait a minute. Who are you? All right. And it says, uh, wait a minute. I mean, yeah, you know, I got you, but what happened? She said, what happened? Where did all the matter? All right. Go? And so the girl goes to explain why are you? Oh, man. She says, girl, I'm just sick of it. Basically, she says, I'm not happy. <laughs> He's working two jobs and he just never does anything for me. Man, it's tough being a man. She says, I have to use box hair dye, paint my own nails, cook every night because we can't afford to go out. I can't tell you the last time I got a new outfit. We canceled the trip to Florida because he said it was going to cost much. It was cost too much. Her, her grammar is terrible. The money from his grandpa 
is gone. I'm tired of being broke, Ashley. I can't live like this no more. I need somebody to provide. Hold on for a second. Mm. She said, I need somebody to provide. Now, I don't know if you, I don't know what type of, I don't know what type of math you're doing, but it sounds like by working two jobs, he's providing. Now, he doesn't provide the excess, and this is the difficulty of being a stay-at-home mom. You don't get to paint your nails. A lot of stay-at-home moms don't have their nails painted, barely have their hair done. That's part of the trade-off of not having dual income. But you can go to a man that provides in your mind, but he's providing. See, dudes be providing, and it ain't enough because they don't see it. But I'm like, you live it. Listen, look, at look, look, are you safe, secure? Do you have a roof over your head? Do you have the lights on? This is called providing. As a matter of fact, economic terms, this is called, um, there's a difference between this, and this is called dis the difference between um, discretionary income, which we talked about, and um, disposable income. Okay, so in economic terms, this is basically, he's fulfilling the disposable income. All right, part of the thing. All right, so there's little disposable income, because all the bills are paid. But if you wanted extra income, you could just go without paying a bill. So he's fulfilling the provision part. He just doesn't have discretionary income. So when the taxes are paid, he's paid all the rent. He doesn't have discretionary income to do all these things. But in her mind, she said he's not providing. How? But let's get back to it. She says, I'm done being broke and miserable. Like technically, this is not broke. Technically, this is kind of living. You're, you're not broke. You just don't have discretionary income. All right. And then it says right here, uh, the woman responds, you are not funny, LOL. I'm tired. Wait, she says, I'm too tired for your shit tonight. Take your ass to bed. <laughs> All right. Give her a W. So the friend, female friend is allegedly uh, um, calling her out. And there must be a meme or a picture here that they scraped out. And then the woman responds, this isn't a joke. I'm for real, for real leaving like tonight. Now, the female friend comes in and calls out her bullshit. She said, the F you mean you're not kidding. I love you and we have always been close. But me being me, you know, I'm going to straight up call you out on some BS. You're telling me you about to divorce and leave a man you've been married to for 14 years because you're broke. Because you ain't got no new shoes and clothes. Because you ain't took a vacation. Because your hair ain't dead and nails ain't popping. This man ain't beat you, betray you, drug you, drug you through the mud. But you mad because he's working not one but two jobs. And he's broke. Where you work, bitch. <laughs> I, think, I think that's what she says. She says, how much money you putting into this? Bitch, please. You ain't ever loved that man if you're going to walk out on him because he's broke. He's been providing, according to her. He's been providing, and that's true. A house, a car, food, your children have clothes and shoes. I mean, what the F? She says, vows, for better or worse. Life is hard. It takes two people nowadays. You got a goddamn good husband or a damn good husband. He's a good, a damn good daddy. To those boys and you're going to vanish because he ain't got no money. Some men are dogs and I feel like some of them are because of women like you. You can't bring the boys to me because I ain't sending you no money. I feel like you deserve to know what broke is. Wow, 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 wow. Now, 
<laughs> Here's the deal. A lot of men have been divorced because of that very situation. And people don't know this. The woman said, I'm not happy because she sees her friends going on vacation. They don't have a new car. But the guy was providing. He didn't beat her. He didn't drug her. He drug her through the mud. He picked her up. He put a roof over his head. He tried. He might have worked one job, two jobs. He might have hustled like hell at his job. And a lot of guys got divorced for that. And then they made a demon out of that guy. They made a deadbeat daddy out of that guy. And then said the guy is not paying for his children that she fought so hard to keep away from him. And then says he's broke. And then meanwhile, she's saying she's broke. And I'm like, well, you had provision previously. Now, I get guys that are so-called abusive, guys that 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 don't care of their responsibilities, right? I, I get that. But guys have been dead, made deadbeats and taken to divorce court and called broke because the guy wasn't financially feasible. And then when the woman leaves, she experiences real brokenness. So much so that she has to go back to the courts every year to try to take money from the broke guy that she left. You see what I mean? This is the, wor the world we live in. This is why God, and this woman even says it in the text, this is why guys don't want to deal with bitches like you. Are we sure that's a woman talking? Yes, it is. Because if you look at the grammar, all right, it's a white woman too, probably a fat one. But um, anyway, <laughs> all right. All right. If you look at it, some of the grammar will tell you that that is a woman. All right. And so in this situation here, this is exactly why, this is why guys are ditching the opportunities to be with women. They just don't see a win. They don't see a win. We, we tell you the horror stories. And this is another one, a classic horror story of, of a guy that was trying, breaking his back, working two jobs, and she still pulled the, I'm not happy. <laughs> yep. And the guy started sitting there. You can't win. He was about to come home if she didn't leave him. If she did leave him, he was about to come home to an empty house from his second job looking around like, Right. So it's a sad, sad, sad situation. That's what the state of modern relationships are. If we get a thousand likes, we'll get, oh, we drop below two. Oh, no, no, no. We get a thousand likes. We definitely can get into the next story. All right. Giving you this after we do the super chats, we got um, the mother penalty. Again, this is why guys, ladies, if you wanted to know, and simps, this is why guys look at marriage and relationships and child raising today. And they're going, no. So this is a woman now who's going to say there's a marriage penalty or a motherhood penalty for having children. Okay, you cannot make this shit up. Can't make this shit up. Let's share her. All right, Millie Mouth is in the building. Muskrat, let's continue. For every child a woman has, her income decreases by around 4%. By contrast, men's incomes go up about 6% when they become fathers. This is called the motherhood penalty and the fatherhood bonus. This study quantified the respective motherhood penalty and fatherhood bonus after controlling for marital status, hours worked, education, and experience. So the variable here isn't parenthood. The variable here is gender. So why do women get penalized while men get a boost when they become parents? Researchers find that mothers are held to a higher standard, are less likely to be hired, are less likely to be promoted, and are less likely to be recommended higher starting salaries. By contrast, fathers are perceived as more committed to their work than childless men and are offered higher starting salaries. Fathers were also held to lower expectations and cut more slack when showing up late, for 
example. These penalties hit low-wage workers hardest. For moms of preschoolers, the penalties of motherhood are almost five times greater for the lowest earners as they are for the highest earners. So just like so many other forms of discrimination, the motherhood penalty disproportionately hurts those who are already most disadvantaged. <sighs> yeah, Martin, I feel you. Where do we start? Where do we start? Okay, see, this you cannot make women happy, bro. First of all, there was uh, the Prager Institute or the Prager University or one of these people actually tried to make this same argument. And I'm going to debunk this with one goddamn point. I don't need the statistics. I'm going to go with, I'm going to use her statistics. I'm going to debunk this shit with one point. <laughs> okay. It only needs one point to debunk it. In Prager, you tried to use this argument as well. And only one point was needed to debunk it. And if you know what that point is, let me know in the chat. Let the people in the chat know. The point to debunk this shit right here is that. While the father makes more money, more of that money goes back to who? Why does he why does he make more money? He makes more money because he got a mouth to feed and a, 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 a wife at home complaining about not getting her goddamn nails done. Them work hours increased significantly for him to make that money he had to stay at work longer he had to beg for the promotion he had to continue to work hard and that money he didn't keep it he gotta pay most of the time he if he has no no family and he made that money or made a baby that money goes back to you via child support this is too goddamn easy not only that the house got to get bigger every kid that he has, every kid that he gives you. He got to get a bigger house. He got to get a minivan. The money don't go to his pocket. The money goes back to the family, and this is why corporations probably tend to reward stable fathers who get married. This is why men get married so they can move up the company because, because companies reward married men and stable men and men with families and whatnot, and they see what your needs are. They reward you for it. This is too damn simple. They're acting like men pocket the money. <laughs> you know what I mean? The money that he makes extra, guess who spends it? The mother. In fact, you can use the consumer reports to tell you that 83% of all consumer spending is spent by and for women. This too easy. This shit is too damn easy. But here you go. We got to divide the genders. She's going to make this a gender argument and discrimination when it is not. In fact, let's just say that father is uh, um, excommunicated from his household via divorce. That money's going back to her. Every time he gets a pay increase, she's going to take him back to court and get that money right out of his pocket. Okay. That's the first thing that's going to damn happen. Now, if she's worried about the decrease in the woman's income, the decrease comes from because he has to work longer. You have to work shorter hours. Yes, he's working longer hours more than likely. You're working shorter hours. This is the whole gender pay gap bullshit. Now, if you don't want to do it, you should have not had no damn kids if you're going to push them off the babysitters. Now, if you want to do this shit, let's do this shit right and make some money. 
But people just taking this off face value is actually stupid. This is why the other uh, woman that wanted to leave her husband because he worked two jobs and is never there. It's a situation where the man can't win because now his income went up. His productivity went up. He had to stay longer to work. And now he still gets penalized because Millie Mouth Muskrat believes she's taking a discount. This is too damn simple. But people are simpletons and simple minded. <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is why people end up. Guys, I know you think people get divorced because people broke up and there was a war and a fight and a, an affair. Guys, people get divorced for that reason right here. This, I'm telling you, people don't think so. Uh, but most of the time, it wasn't like they got into a fight and then and then they just one ran down to the courthouse and signed it up and the other one was hurt. It's not. It's never that. It's always this state of confusion like, wow. And then these are the conversations and you're most of the time the guy's like, what the fuck's going on? This is why right here, because you can never talk them into seeing it the entire picture. They only see it from their side. Speaking of, there's another argument. We're going to talk about chores and shit. I cannot stand this normie argument, but I'm going to bring it up. The housework argument. Here we go again. All right, and I can debunk this shit with one fact, but we're going to let her talk about it. We definitely have Millie Mouth again. We got another muskrat. All right, let me see here. Uh, refresh the screen. All right, here we go. This woman's going to say, women got to do more work at the house. <laughs> here we go. Someone finally explained it to me. Men don't do housework. The men who don't do housework aren't doing it because they're out working all day. And obviously, if you work outside of the home, if you're getting paid, then you don't do housework because that's how it works. What's weird though, and maybe I don't. Yeah, what's weird though, and maybe uh, yeah, you thinking too much, baby. There's smoke coming out of your ears. Your damn, you got you know these flyaways out. You didn't even let your hair dry properly. This is just stop thinking, stop thinking, and stop feeling. All right, let me do all the work. You just sit your ass over here, all right, and give me the mini mouse treatment. Okay, just give me the mini mouse. I'm going to take care of all this shit. Just be quiet. I already know what you're going to say before you say it. Just just be quiet. All right, but now she want to think about it. And then she don't think herself into the, she done painted herself into a corner. Right, let's get to it. I'll ask, I'll ask. Maybe they can explain it to me. Is that more than half of American households have dual income? How does that work? Who takes care of the kids? Who researches and plans and does the mental labor? Who does all that? Are they outsourcing it? Who's managing the outsourcing? Man, this woman. These airheads and yo, they be getting together talking about this shit while they're doing Pilates. Let's continue. I don't know. Maybe someone can explain it to me. Yeah, you need some explaining. So what she's trying to say is, <laughs> this is first of all, she's like, well, we have dual incomes. Are the dual incomes same? Probably not. But that's neither here nor there. I don't want to belittle you because you chose to bag groceries and I actually chose to be an entrepreneur. Okay. Yes, we're both out of the house. So, all right, all right. And this is why you pursued a 50-50 relationship so then you can paint yourself in this corner. Now she's saying, but I have a job too. Yeah, but you bagging groceries, but but I have a job. So now I shouldn't do all of the housework. OK, we're we're here with this primitive argument. I hate to keep putting this to bed, but you can get you can debunk this one step at a time. 
I can't I cannot stand this argument. Because it's so simple. It's it's just a simpleton argument. Now, she's talking about doing the housework, but there is a lot of invisible work that men do. This is part of the argument that men never get to put in. Nobody wants to listen to this. Not only is the work invisible, it is considered men's work oftentimes. Well, I can't do that because eh, it's just too tough. I, I You do that. And then when it is done, there's very little gratitude. It is seen as this is what you're supposed to do, similar to the housework. Not only that, it is often seen, uh, the work that is done is often not even uh, mentioned. For instance, when the guy cleans out the gutters on the house as to prevent his house from having some back flooding, a disaster that would cost $2,000, he just gets up in the morning and he does it. He doesn't make an announcement. He doesn't want any credit credit back. He just says, this is a part of the work. I must do this to have a, as a prevention method. When he cuts the grass and rakes, rakes all the grass up, the woman's like, well, I'm not going to go out there in that humidity and do it. That's what the husband's supposed to do. When he rakes the leaves in the fall and then he takes the snowblower and he blows out a path for the sidewalk in the garage to get the cars out. He changes the oil. He takes the cars to get car wash. He sits and takes the two family cars to Jiffy Lube or he changes the oil himself. When he fixes light bulbs, kills spiders, he never makes an announcement. Takes out the trash so that the raccoon sitting out there or the damn javelina that's going to tear up your trash can. When the javelina comes or the skunk is in the, in the neighborhood and tears up your trash can, he goes out there and cleans up the fucking trash. He never comes in and be like, where are you helping with this housework? He just does it. He just does it. Okay, honey, I'll do it. He puts on his cape. When he checks the battery, the battery and the smoke detector, when he has to climb up a ladder while you hold it to get the ball off the roof because little Johnny threw the ball on the roof for the 5th, 11th time. When he has to get the dog and walk the dog in the middle of the winter or in the rain because you don't want to get your hair wet. You see what I mean? Just add up all of this work that men do and these bitches never be looking at the man like, God dang, put that on the scoreboard. They never put that shit on the scoreboard, do they? They never run that shit up. <laughs> He's shoveling snow. Check the noises at night. He defends his castle. He puts WD-40 on the screen door so it doesn't keep squeaking. I'm telling you, this is getting out of control. It is getting despicable. And one of the things I tell you in relationships, if your woman keeps score, your marriage is doomed. It's doomed. <laughs> yep, he chops the firewood. He puts the gets the fireplace in order. And then all of that, he got to plan nice evenings out. He got to buy your dresses, purses. He got to take you out. He got to entertain you. He got to plan the old evening out. And that is just the bare minimum. You got dudes doing way more than that. Mounting TVs on the wall. I mean, like people are mending painting rooms you act like you painted it together but he put all the goddamn paint tape up you didn't put any paint tape up you more than likely didn't put any tape up matt you didn't mask shit you just took the roller and then you put the four paint colors on the roller and you said paint this to, paint this the color <laughs> man i'm telling you bro it's getting it's it's, it's getting ridiculous 
And then every time she folds laundry and he's sitting down, getting a rest, drinking a brew after all the shit that he did that he's not going to get credit for. Here she comes. You need to help around the house. He's looking like, I need to help around how bitches you crazy. Are you crazy? <laughs> every time he had to screw in to make the faucet work. I mean, come on. Come on, man. It's, it's just too much. There's too many things that men do. And yes, he's playing video games right now while you're folding laundry. Yes, he is. And if you mad, be mad. If you're mad, be mad. Every time there's cockroaches or a trail of ants, here he comes. Honey, can you get the trail of ants and the cockroaches? Can you set the ant traps? Can you get the mouse out of the mouse trap? Yes, 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 yes. And then now I got time to play a little bit of Madden and you folding laundry. I got to help with that too. <laughs> Come on, man. This is getting out of control. This chore argument is getting out of control because people aren't, men don't keep score. Women keep score because they're children. They're act like children. This is a childish act. It's a childish act. I mean, that's just on the points right there. You guys, we could put a list of shit that men do that nobody, that we never come in, look at what I did, honey. Look at what I did. We never do that. We just do it. We do it. We get up early in the morning while you're getting your extra sleep, and we do the shit, and then we sit down and play video games, and then you're mad because we ain't make breakfast with you. And we're like, bitch, I've been up for two hours doing shit around this house. It's absolutely despicable. This shit is despicable. All right. I'm tired of it, but people want to keep having a conversation and she keeps wanting answers. And there's your answer. Stop keeping score. Do what you got to do. And if you don't want to do it, don't do the shit. <laughs> we doing this or not? This is pure unadulterated. But what I tell you, this is essentially is um, this is a false dichotomy of what equality is. She's looking at it from only her perspective, not the entire picture. And thus you end up doing 70% of the job just to keep her trap shut, just to keep her mouth shut. All right, I'll help you. <laughs> All right, just so she don't divorce you. All right, I'll help. You end up doing it. All right, I'll cook on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays just to shut her up. <laughs> Not because you want it, just to keep her mouth closed. Then it keeps going 70%, 75, 80. All of a sudden, she ain't doing nothing talking about women need more sleep. She didn't slept from 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 she didn't slept from 2 a.m. on Friday night all the way to 12.30 a.m. on Saturday morning, and she will wake her ass up and tell you you ain't done shit all day. Mm. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, what? You've been sleep an extra four hours. I was up at 6.30. I then went to Ace Hardware. I then got extra batteries. I changed the smoke alarm. I... I mop the floor. I rake leaves. I kill five spiders. <laughs> I clean the gutter. I wash the cars. I put armor all on the tires. And you mad that I out here playing video games. It's 1230. Yeah, they want slaves. They want slaves. But it's getting ridiculous, man. This argument about sharing household responsibilities is the dumbest argument of all times. It is basically mid-level, mid-level peon discussion. It's peon discussion. And it's never seen 
from the position I just showed you. And it blows my mind that I even have to talk about this today. Blows my mind. This ninja done put prime. <laughs> this ninja done put, what is that? Uh, when you, my man said he built the deck. He didn't put the, he didn't, he didn't put the weather guard protection all around the deck. He unthawed the barbecue. He unthawed the ribs and he seasoned them. They marinating in the refrigerator. He going to throw them on the grill at two o'clock so y'all can have dinner on Saturday. He didn't had the marinade and all of that shit. He put the, he put the dry rub. What the nit? What? What? And she ain't did shit. <laughs> all right. All right. Then she complained about what you ain't helping her with. You need to help around here. Ay, ay, ay. Thompson water seal. He done waxed the cars. Man, man. It's getting, uh, it's get, this shit is getting out of control. Let's get to these super chats, man. Shout out to Mr. Albert says, happy Gordita day, fellas. We're going to have me a Gordita. All right. Zoe, man. Zoe, man. All right. He says, coach, what do you think women call men rainbow? Or why do you think they call men rainbow when they disagree with them? And he says, I just had a woman call me that but I refuse to play her game. I'm actually confused as to why women use that as an insult. But then when men use it as an insult, we hate gay men. I'm sitting there like, wait a minute. You just called me that to insult me. But I'm hobo homophobic. I don't get it. They're the most accepting of this culture, especially when it comes to men. But then when they went to use it as an insult, now I'm that. Wait a minute. What do you really think about these guys? Johnny Law. Hey, I just accept it, guys. Never accept people who call you these things because they're just low-level arguments. Again, it's basically you got to come down and be beneath them. Well, I'm not gay. Everybody knows you're not gay. Like, if you were gay, it would be called hate speech. I'm going to just say that again. If, in fact, you were that and they called you that, that would be hate speech. That would be a federal crime in many municipalities, right? Meaning federal. That would be a crime to call you that if, in fact, you were that. In fact, if you were that, there would be no need to call you that because it would be clear that you were that. Mm. <laughs> I mean, why would you call somebody that you know is that when, in fact, you know that they are? But when you know that they aren't, it is seen as an insult. Anyway, Johnny Law says they want to eat like John the Baptist in here. They do. And they want it served right, right there on their plate. A Jedi. We'll call you here. Let me give it to you. I'm ready, All right. Shout out to a Jedi says, hey, coach, uh, since the Tyrese thing, you've been on fire every show. You on Kobe mode. Undeniable. Shout out to you. CJ says, coach, in your opinion, what is the best city to visit the junior college? Uh, and he says, Vegas, L.A., Miami, Dallas, uh, paying my tuition. It depends on what you like. But um, I know a lot of people struggle there. You're in a struggle city and. The junior colleges are just bad. But um, in my opinion, it just depends on what you like. Like for me, Dallas is ideal. Los Angeles is ideal. Uh, Vegas is not. There's a lot of desert rats here. Never let, never let people tell you Vegas is lit. Okay? Never let people tell you Vegas has attractive people. All right? They don't. All right? The residents are non-attractive. They're desert rats, many of them. Uh, the people who grew up here, low level. All right? They're, just think Tucson or Tucson, Arizona. I mean, Vegas is Tucson if you take away the strip. Now, people who visit Las Vegas, be Liddy. Like, I would prefer, like, Nashville, Dallas, or L.A. If you want somebody exotic, Miami. 
All right, but uh, the the pay goes up the more the bigger the town you go to, right? All right, San Diego would be great, but they got hyper. Uh, San Diego has hyper uh, sex, uh, STDs. So, um, yeah, San Diego had them curable STIs. <laughs> so you got to watch out for San Diego. But it are, the normie chicks have it. Let me see here. What is it called? Um, let me see. San Diego has super gonorrhea. So be careful in San Diego. San Diego's great, too. But San Diego has super gonorrhea going on. Uh, just to show you, uh, let me see here. This is a this is a decade ago about, but uh, let me show you the cities had super gonorrhea. I do this for your educated, for your education purposes. This is by Laura Friedman. Kanye wants to speak, but I won't let him at the moment. A super gonorrhea in these particular cities: Denver, Honolulu, my Minneapolis, Phoenix, Portland, San Diego, San Francisco, and Seattle. You see it right there: super gonorrhea. So be careful in those level, and there's levels to this shit, right? I think the big metropolises are your best bet, right? And if you want to fly people in, fly them in from the big metropolises. It is these little podunk towns that think they're big cities that operate like a metropolis, and they're just a cesspool. They're a petri dish for for uh, for 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 STIs and shit, like Atlanta. These these towns are podunk towns masquerading as big cities yes i said that about atlanta y'all country grammar ass ninjas all right was having straws in your mouth about 40 years ago certainly 32 years ago y'all bama's at best all right but everybody that came in to atlanta from these little podunk towns to make it the mecca that you believe it to be just be passing around a petri this ruler full of uh, full of stis all right but anyway all right portland denver these are all these are all little cities. Denver's a country-ass town. You go about 20 miles outside of Denver, you in the country with horses and shit. <laughs> Any direction in Denver, you leave. Denver ain't no big city. You leave Denver 20 miles, 25 miles, you in the country with ninjas walking around with cowboy hats, boots, and a big-ass belt buckle. All right, come on, stop it. All right, anyway, shout out to Denver. <laughs> Denver, Phoenix, same thing. You know what I mean? Phoenix was Tucson before all the Californians moved in. All right, don't get me started on the cities. <laughs> all right, don't get me started on these cities, man. All right, man, but look, man, if you want the junior college, the best of the best, let's get in here. You got to get you got to get to the metropolises, the, the real metropolises. All right, all of these places here. San Diego, it is what it is. All right, let me stop. Let me stop. What am I doing? Super chats? Yes, we're almost at the main event. We got 1,000 likes, and we got 2,000 people plus watching CGA yet again. Your favorite your favorite hater would be appalled by these statistics. <laughs> All right. David K., that pastor telling me to hold masculine frame? Yes, he is. What that mean? Guys, it is our duty. It is our duty in the world. And people think I'm anti-traditional relationships, anti-marriage, anti-family. And I'm the most pro- Mar pro traditional marriage, pro family, pro two parent household man on YouTube. I'm with it. You know what I don't like? Jezebels. That's what I don't like. <laughs> right? I don't like the divorce court. That's what I don't like. See, with those things, when women are running around here being Jezebels, I don't like stepdaddyism. See, I like everything that is anti traditional. People think I hate. The, the, the whole marriage institution, I don't. 
I say the system is broken and I wouldn't suggest anybody do it. But if you do it, do it on your own risk, at your own risk. But I'm saying we should be leading. Of course, you would marry a woman that'd be like, nah, I ain't doing none of that. And then now you're screwed. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. I'm taking the lead. You with the big dog. I, you with the man. You're going to follow. You're going to mini mouse your way to success. You're going to mini mouse your say your way to a full belly. You're going to mini mouse your way to a whole kitchen full of groceries. You're going to mini mouse your way, but you're going to pull your weight. And you're going to follow this instruction or you headed for self-destruction. That's what I'm talking about. All right. And so you're going to got you're going to be guided by my wisdom. You're going to be guided by my direction. You're going to be guided by my leadership or you shall perish and be broke. I don't care what you what which one you want, bitch. But what he's saying is men should be leading. Men should be completing these women. But you have a lot of women that are functioning in rebellion. And thus, when you're functioning in rebellion, I leave you broke. There's only one way I'm doing this. That's traditional. That's leadership. That's provision. There's only one way I'm doing this. You're either going to follow me or you're going to be broke. That's that's your choices. <laughs> but you're not going to complain about shit that I'm doing when I'm providing. That's what's not going to happen. That's what's not going to happen. You're not going to come up here and make a, a, a mountain out of a molehill when I'm doing all this goddamn work. That ain't not that's what's not going to happen. And what I'm going to do, in I'm going to pull all my provision back. Oh, what? You complaining? I'm going to start unplugging shit. Boom. Right off the rip. Okay. I'm going to start turning shit off. Lights. Taking fuses out. I'm going to stop paying the rent. Air conditioning going to be cut the hell off. Internet. Gone. <laughs> All right, all that shit about to be cut off. Next thing you about to be is living on the street. That's the next thing you about to be doing. And stop telling me to, to run my show. I'll check PayPal when I'm ready. But anyway, <laughs> I'm giving the sermon and you're interrupting it. TV about to cut off, taking batteries out of remotes. You about to find out. Yep, water heater turned out. You about to find out what rebelling against CGA is about. And yes, that's how I get down. Oh, what? You complaining about not having a new sofa? You complaining about having no new curtains? You about to have no curtains. <laughs> you about to have no curtains. We need new curtains. Is that what you complaining about? Okay, how about no curtains? <laughs> we about to take all these curtains off. The next house you move into, as you taking me to court for extra money, you're not going to have any curtains in that house. I guarantee you. There will be no curtains in your house. You won't be able to afford any curtains. All right, so take your pick. <laughs> what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? All right, you're going to either take this or you're going to have nothing. I don't know what you want. You're going to find out what nothing looks like. <laughs> we got. Take your pick. You think I'm broke or, or cheap or stingy with my money? Okay, how's no money look to you? All right, there you go. You got no money now. Every money you're going to get from me, you're going to have to steal it. All right, there you go. How's that looking for you? All right. <laughs> for real, bro. All right, shit, man. Look, I, I if I'm going to work and break my back and take the risk, sacrifice, you're going to recognize it or your ass is going to feel what it's like to not have it because I'm going to show it to you. I'm going to show you. This is what it looks like for me to not do it. Instead of complaining while I do it, 
this is what it looks like when I don't do it. All right. How, how's that working for you? There's only two. There, there's only two choices. There's only two choices. There's no in between. There's no negotiations. <laughs> All right. People don't understand this shit. All right. Look, man, you guys got to go nuclear on these people, man, for real, man, because they are unappreciative human beings at best. All right. You know what I mean? Set up your own budget. Set, get your own furniture. <laughs> it is what it is. Shout out to A&A Radio says happy Cinco de Mayo. He says, where them gorditas? Shout out to you. DG Seymour says for the coffee. Appreciate y'all for the coffee. All right. We got Venmo love over here. Or I can be lazy. I can be a lazy, just do the bare minimum and share and do the do. I can do all that too. I just can't do it. But anyway, um, but I can do it if that's what you want. But you, we're going to be broke. But I'm not going to hustle for you. I'm not going to hustle for you when you don't appreciate it. And you're going under the leadership of CGA. All right. You ain't made. You ain't made a millionaire up in here. You ain't made a million dollars in your whole damn entire life. And the power, you know what the real power is? I'm going to tell you what the, what the power is, guys, because what you have to do. The power to this power play. I'm going to tell you this. Because what they'll do is they'll leverage, they'll leverage the things that they do for you against you. They'll be like, well, I won't cook or clean no more. What you do is you go right to the kitchen and you start chopping up veggies, you start cooking, you start getting the oil, put the seasoning on it, you cook yourself a whole goddamn meal, and you watch her, you watch her look at you eating the damn thing. <laughs> right? Oh, bitch, you holding that? Oh, you holding that over my head? Oh, you're holding cooking over my head? Watch. Chop, 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 chop. I'm going to be slap, chopping, slap, chop, slap, chop, cutting up chicken. I'm going to make a meal better than hers. Put it on the table. Get me a juice. <laughs> like, you think I needed that? That's what I was giving you to do. I didn't need that. Then you take your clothes, put it in the laundry, press the button. Wait 30 minutes. Take the laundry out. Throw it in the dryer. Put the sheet in there. Press the button. <laughs> like, you thought I was waiting on you. Oh, okay. <laughs> then get your kids. Feed them. Look, here you go. Man, you're the one I can cut out of this whole entire thing. You get your shit straight. I can cut your ass off right now. We don't need you here. I'll just wear myself out and I'll get these kids fed and dressed. Yeah, get your kids dressed in the morning. Nah, baby, go ahead and lay in the bed. Get the kids dressed. Give them some breakfast. She throwing them. They eating breakfast uh, cinnamon toast crunch. Make their ass a breakfast. Get up in there, scramble some eggs, cook some bacon. It'll take 15 minutes. You dish it out to the kids instead of her dishing out Pop-Tarts. Drop the kids off the school, go to work, come back, make your own dinner, fold your laundry, have your feet up. And then she's going to realize real fast, your services aren't needed here, but if you want to play your part, play your part. But we don't need you here. We can use you. We can use you. But you're the most easiestly disposable individual in this house. Not only that, you're the only one in this house I'm not blood related to. You're the only one in this house that I don't have a relationship with. Like a blood relationship. That means yo ask it go quickly. <laughs> right? I'm related to these two individuals or these kids over here. These kids over here, I'm related to. You, I'm not related to. <laughs> Where are we at? 
So you can go. These other people, blood. I'm gonna take care of them. Man, y'all gotta be y'all gotta realize where y'all at. Y'all don't know where y'all at. Y'all got all the leverage. They got none. They got zero leverage. All they got is talk. And if they talking right, they win. If they talking dumb, they lose. <laughs> it is what it is. So anyway, where are we at? We got Damien in the building. He says she acting like companies just give men 6% raise for having a kid. He says the guy is uh, taking on ours. And she's a big dummy for even. You yeah. big dummy. Yeah, he's trading that time for money. We gone, man. <laughs> we gone. All right, where we at? Uh, shout out to you. And we got Kaylin. We got three. We got one, two, three. And then we're going to get on in, uh, to the main event. Shout out to Kaylin says, when women complain, they don't love you. <laughs> um, well, they don't love you anyway. I'm just letting y'all know, man. They, they don't really love you anyway. I'm just letting you know. I mean, it's a sad reality. We're all utilities to them. Now, we showed you with the gold digger argument. They're like, we should all be gold diggers. Okay. All right, Jake Wish says you should do a stream on cities and they and their history and what it means for today. Oh gosh, that would be terrible because the people in the South are gonna get ran over. <laughs> the people in the South are gonna get ran over. By the way, just to let you guys know on these cities, if you were born after 1985, I'll let I'll give a little bit of weight for people who were born in the 80s. If you were okay, if you were born after 1990, what you think about these cities are actually very fairly new, right? These cities were not really cities like the way you look at a city today. If you went back before you were born, slightly before you born, that city didn't exist. It did not. Not even Los Angeles. When I moved to L.A., I moved to a suburb in L.A., South Bay, Hawthorne, when I was uh, like nine or ten. When I moved to L.A., L.A. wasn't L.A. It's, it's today. It was not. Like, there were literally people still still alive in my area that wore overalls and shit. <laughs> like, there was still a sense of country or, like, uh, rural or agrarian life in Los Angeles. In fact, Orange County was not even Orange County. Newport Coast had cows and shit on it. Most of Orange County didn't have no houses on it. It was all oranges and shit and pecans, <laughs> Right. It was all oranges and pecan. Now Orange County is all Orange County and Ritzy with all these new houses worth millions of dollars that were built on orange plantations. Most of these places were rural right outside the city. You would see white folks still wearing overalls coming out, smoking pipes in California, Southern California in the middle of the 80s, mid 80s. Much of Miami was the same thing. Miami, if you study Miami, it was only popular from 1960. Miami was nothing, bro. Before the 1960s, Miami was nothing. There was nothing there until they start building up hotels. Palm Springs, same thing. If you look at um, if you look at um, even these, even Denver. Denver is a great example. Denver was the Broncos. It was Horsetown. Phoenix was nothing, bro. Phoenix was. There's pictures of Phoenix, and it was literally like the. It's the desert. And there would be people riding horses and shit around. <laughs> Just Atlanta was the middle of the country. So people don't understand that. So if you're born now, you think all of these cities were cities for a long time. No, no, nope. Nah, this is a fairly new 
identity that we have for these cities. You think Houston is all gangbangers and Fifth Ward. Houston was literally cowboy town. <laughs> Cowboys. Farmland, plant, long-ass plantations and fields and crops. We were a, an agrarian society all the way up into the 80s. And even some places even more than that. So uh, it's not these like Miami, you think it's nightclub and all these plastic manufacturer women running around. That is a new identity. That is fairly new of the past 20 years. Past 20 years. Now it's ran by straggle, straggle daggles. And guess what? Everybody goes to these towns and they're like, we're going we're gonna to do Miami life. This shit is new. Before the 80s, pretty much none of this existed. All right, Vegas. Vegas, another classic example Vegas, other than that little strip they call that little that little area called the strip, before that, before Bugsy Siegel and all of them came in the mob, Vegas was literally pull your cowboy, pull your horse up to the horse trough. That's what Vegas was. It was just a goddamn desert. <laughs> Please. All right, anyway. So you guys don't know what city, you guys don't know what the, these cities are, what I call a facade. It's a facade or you could call it a facade, right? It's just something that's been commercialized for tourism and the tourism industry has taken over for people to pat their pockets. These places were New York City too. New York City is not even exempt. New York City was piss and shit on the curb. Trash everywhere, <laughs> right? Trash and garbage piss-infested elevators. And the 80s New York City was not the place to be at all. People living all on top of each other, and it still is today. Yep, if you go there, you'll know. Rats everywhere. So, but people think, oh, I'm going to go to New York City. and Man, please. All right, anyway. But you don't know, but if you don't know, you don't know. And the people that are born today think, oh, the big, I'm the big city. These are all facades. It's all facade. Anyway, I hate the Berkshire bubble. I'm the Berkshire bubble guy, but I've I've been around long enough. All right. Shout out to Kaylin says, I wonder for women who have sons why they want them to get married in today's time. They want them grandbabies, baby. They want them grandbabies. And by all any means necessary, we got our man rusted junk. We got two more. Then we're going to do the main event. All right. Thanks for sticking around. All right. We got uh, uh, rusted junk says, good morning, CGA. Happy Gordita Day. He says, last weekend, I received a text from a woman that sent me to the RP. Haven't talked to her in almost three years. I left that ish on unread. All right. Shout out to you. All right, man. Wow. Yep. They coming in. They hungry out here. They hungry. They want somebody. Uh, when they check in on you, all they're asking you is this. All, the, all they're telling you is this. A woman catches up with you. In bind, she in the bind. The boyfriend that she had beat her up or kicked her to the curb. Shout out to Daylay says, Coach, isn't it funny how exes say they want a man making more than them, but also complaining that they want to make the same money or more than men. Clown world. I don't get that. That is actually one of those things that is slightly confusing, right? And then they want that guy who's making more than her or then they want him to do all the shit she's doing around the house. Like delusion is that's when we call people delusional. It's somewhat childish. How am I doing more better than you in society? You targeted me for doing better. 
You said you wanted a guy that did better, but then now I'm here. I'm supposed to be doing all this shit around the house for you. Man, please. That's bird brain. Bird brain. Bird brain shit. But people, don't, man, dude, trust me. People will People will do this. And let me see here. How many more do I got back? How many of them am I back on the uh, Super Chat? Roberto Moreno, happy sequel to my old date. Goat. One year today, we lost Kevin Samuels, the great one. He says, uh, 120 over 80 or less for blood pressure. Check your blood pressure. Check your blood pressure. JC says, I built two women up, one through nursing school, and then the other built up a six-figure wedding business. After success, they took the value to another man, and he says, I'm a free agent for life. So he's making the argument, don't build them up, right? You build them up, and they can swing. I mean, basically what we call building up a woman is in the crimson capsule. It's called inadvertently raising her marketplace value, right? Because nothing changes, right? Nothing changes because you because there's still hypergamy, if you will, monkey branching. There's still the ability for the woman to say, well, now that you build me up, I'm better than you. You put the woman in a, the business name, in a woman's name, and then now she claims all the success. She did 30% of the work at best. All right, but you inadvertently raise her marketplace value by building them up. And even the best maps and the players, a guy actually tried to use that against me saying, yeah, women can help build you or you can help a woman build you. And then, um, you know, because I say I don't do any of that. And they were like, hey, coach, what are you talking about? I've actually had five women or four women that helped me build whatever he was, whatever his point was. Because I was saying, no, I'm, I wouldn't use women to help me build any goddamn thing. Right? I don't need that. But his point was, yes, you can do it. And I said, well, have you done it? And he says, yes, multiple times. And I'm like, you can't be serious. You just proved my point. <laughs> Number one, if she helped you build where she at now, you where's she at now number one number two if you die if you got another woman to help you build that means you fell down when the first woman left you that you had to build again ninja and where that where that woman at now wait a minute who are you then the exact same thing where's she at now ninja you just proved my point i hate when people argue me and they literally proved my point. They'd be like trying to argue with me. And I'm like, even Hafiz had to acknowledge in the debate as he was trying to disprove my point. I ended up going, <laughs> I don't know. Go back and watch any debate that I've been in. Most of the time they prove my point. I'm like, exactly. I'm like, I don't know if you know, you're actually agreeing with me. This is why the free agent lifestyle and my philosophy is undefeated. The marriage rule is undefeated. Anything that I've given you is undefeated. Because then when you go about trying to disprove me, I end up going, that actually proves my point. You have to have had multiple women. You tried it four times already. And guess what? None of them women with you. <laughs> Which I tell you, that's what's going to happen. What are y'all? What is the problem y'all have with me? What is the problem y'all have with me? Y'all be uh, y'all need to get unstuck for real. Y'all be walking yourselves right into the CGA trap. It is what it is, man. I don't think I haven't thought this shit through. 
I got this shit figured out, man. Shout out to y'all. Let's get to the let's get to the main event. We got the likes. Everybody's in it. Everybody's in it to win it. All right. Uh, we're gonna get into it. Why women lie? Why women lie? And this is by women. This is going to be specifically by women, not by CGA. I'm gonna let them tell the story. Then we can put our own spin and twist to it. Let's start with this woman right here in Memphis. Mm. Memphis. All right, so if you don't know what's going on in Memphis, apparently there was a guy, a young black male, who went into a news agency, a news television show, and he shot up the place. I don't know if he hurt, hurt anybody, but he shot up the place. Now, here's the mother of said young black male, despite the fact that this story is getting swept under the rug and we're talking about a dude getting choked out on the subway. What about this ninja running around here in Memphis shooting everybody, shooting at people? Nobody talking about that. All right. Let's give her let's give her interpretation as to why he shot up the place. This is a reflection of what his daddy. You teach your boys how to be men. They need their father. By the way, I don't see one wet tear coming down her face all right but we'll cover that later there ain't one wet tear dropping but she can barely talk we'll talk about what this is this is called manipulation by the way i don't think the father's ever been around this young boy's life as far as i can tell and so she was strong and independent making the shit happen until the shit went left now if the ninja would have got drafted last week in the nfl draft she would have been like look at what i did and I did this without the father being involved. But, of course, that didn't happen, and he shot up the place. So guess whose fault it is? It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. All right, but let's get into it. She's lying to you, to the people, and you can barely understand her, but let's get to it. If they're not at home with their son, no matter who they're around, you're a friend or whatever, these boys it's neither here nor there <laughs> right it's neither here nor there there's not there's not much to say about that sad reality but let's go on to the next one this fact that manipulation is key i want to tell you manipulation is how people survive and particularly people who can't beat people up hunt fish gather all right these people you need to use manipulation and they do things to get people to see their softer side. So indeed, I tell you, when people lie, when people cry on video, all right, more than likely they're lying to you because I know as a content creator what it takes to create content and post it. So let me give you an example. All right, I'm a content creator. I know what it takes. <laughs> all right, here it is. This is a woman. I'm not making fun, but apparently her snake died. Looks like a uh, albino python. Her snake has died. Never seen a dead snake like this, this size. But uh, let's continue here. Uh, let me see if I can give you the video. And uh, trust me, I'm not the only one that called this shit out. Let's play it. All right. So let's just stop right there. Then we'll let the brother call it out. All right. First of all, I call bullshit. This is a lie. Not that the snake didn't die. The snake definitely died. But this woman is low 
low quality human being. Because first of all, she had to put the snake down. When she came in and found the snake, I'm sure she didn't run to the snake and, and, and grab the snake like this. She probably said, oh, shit, damn, oh, my God. She probably waited. She's looking, oh, my damn, it's that, oh, damn. Damn, I've been with this snake for 50, 11 years. That's probably what she said. Then she said, let me make a video. She grabbed her phone, <laughs> set up the camera, framed it, make sure she was in the damn picture, and made sure she had enough space to put the caption above her goddamn head. She put the video down, leaned it, angled it so that she and her big old body could fit in the picture. Then she pressed record, Ninja. <laughs> right? Then she pressed record. Then she rushed back over to the snake, saw that she was in frame, picked the snake up. Then started bawling, which I can't see her face. I don't know if there's any tears. She's bawling and screaming and crying. She hollering out the Lord. Then she put the snake down and stopped recording. She had to go back to the phone, stop recording. Then she had to review said footage. At no point in her life did she say, am I going to post this shit? Nah, it didn't look good. She might have even cut several versions of this and decided this was the best version of post. But before she posted it, she had to edit that shit. She had to edit her putting down the snake, picking up the snake, setting up the camera, pressing record, running back to the snake. She had to edit that shit out. Then she had to upload it to any social media site. But before she pressed send or post, she had to put captions on. Then after she put the caption on, she had to add some music. She had to check the filter. She had to add the caption. Then she had to post that shit. And then she had to wait. She had to wait. Wait, 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 wait. Wait until people comment. And then she had to go back in there and comment. This was a very, very, very long planned event. I do social media. I know what it takes to make content. It's kind of like when people have their camera set up and they say, well, early in the morning, I get up and I have a good coffee and the, the steam is coming off the coffee. They timed it so they got the steam coming off the coffee. The camera's just out of view and they walk up looking out the window, taking a sip of their coffee. And then afterwards, they got to press it, press the end button. This is all manipulation. It's strategic content creation. And I don't mind it. However, I don't feel bad for her because I know she had to create this. Now, I know she feels bad, but this is what I call a lie. Manipulation. It's theater. And this is done on a regular basis. Not only is it done for content, it is done right in front of your face. This is designed manipulation to either gather likes, sympathy, or to make herself look good. Maybe give, maybe, maybe some, pick her self-esteem up because maybe her, her previous posts got no views. All right. And now this one's going to give you oh, poor girl. All right. We're going to talk about it. Let him. This this guy's going to talk about it right here. So you ask to see I'm not the only one. Listen, I don't want to be a dick, but like so she woke up, realized that the snake was dead. Set up her camera, set down on the floor. And started crying. 
Exactly. And not only that, the snake now has a GoFundMe. She got gathered some dollars for the snake funeral um, and all of that shit, right? These are all things that can be done by capitalizing off a lie and manipulation. I just call it what it is. This, this manipulation, all right? I'm not going to feel, I feel bad for you. You know, losing a pet is definitely a bad thing. But going about it this way and then capitalizing on it, I think is piece of shit quality. I call this out with Brittany Renner. When Brittany Renner cries and she does this, everybody's like, oh, oh. And I'm like, no, that's manipulation. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Nobody ever cried and says, let me pick up my phone. Right. All right. I've never done it, but people try to do it. And so that gets you to this right here. The women lie and why they lie and play the victim. I just showed you two instances of it. And number one, dodging accountability. Let's also talk about this. Most of these sources that I'm going to give you are going to be from women admitting that women lie and why. This woman has wrote an entire book about it. So this isn't me calling women liars. This is other women talking about women lie and why. It says right here, Little White Lies, Deep Dark Secrets, The Truth About Why Women Lie by Susan Sapiro Barash. I'm not going to say what race, what people, we know I can't say that. Kanye, you can't say that. All right, <laughs> Kanye, you can't say that. All right, but let's take you to uh, the Lie Hall of Fame. You guys ready? You guys ready for this? We're going to take you to the Lie Hall of Fame just so you can see. And I'm cherry picking. Oh, by the way, when men do lie too, and they do manipulate. So let's just get that off the, off the table. All right, just so I can say that. So I'm going to be fair and honest and balanced. This is the fairest, most honest and balanced place you can be. Men lie and they cheat and they steal and they delete people. Yes, they do. The, the, the difference is we're told that they do that. As a matter of fact, ladies, Every man you meet that is a stranger, you assume that he's a liar, a stealer, a cheater, and that he might even harm you. You automatically assume that. You clutch your purse. You think he's lying. What do you? We're told that men are liars. So it's no need to even put on the screen, men lie. Like we're perceived to be lying all the time. You, on the other hand, your sugar and spice and everything nice. You, on the other hand, hashtag believe all women. You see the difference as to why a stream that says why women lie would actually get views. And then if you said why men lie, it would be redundant. It would be that's what we expect from them. On the other hand, you hold the moral high ground in our society. People will say, well, she doesn't need to lie. Well, that's a lie. She does need to lie. There's a variety of reasons of why she lies. Okay, so let me get back to it. Let me get back to it. Let's go to the Hall of Fame of female liars because this is going to be great. All right. Um, and how it hurts men. Uh, typically, a lie is going to be a public lie. Men lie and they lie only to one woman. Well, they'll lie to multiple women. But when a man lies, it rarely affects the greater population. We don't need to bring other people in into the lie. Like, we don't have to bring other men into the lie, and we don't have to go to the police with the lie, and we don't have to tell the lie on the news camera. That's typically how it happens. I mean, that's just being general. But when women lie, there has to be a big orchestrated lie. You got to get other people to com be complicit. You actually got to get other people to do the wet work. You got to report on the lie. You got you to go in front of the TV camera. You got to cry, right? Let's go to the Hall of Fame. All right, these are going to be great. <laughs> we might need to take a break. Uh, let's go with this woman right here. Uh, let's play a little bit of the video. Oftentimes, to make the lie even more believable, you got to blame a ninja. All right. So if you, if you can blame a minority, 
it really sells. Here we go. Children were the um, targets of attempted kidnap. 31-year-old self-described mom influencer Katie Sorensen is now facing up to six months in jail after this social media post that police say was a lie. I want to share that story with you in an effort to raise awareness as to what signs to look for. In the December 2020 post on Instagram, Sorensen alleged a couple followed her into this Northern California Michaels in an attempt to kidnap her two children. They walked kind of close behind me. I definitely felt the heebie-jeebies. I didn't feel good, but I thought I was judging a book by its cover. All right, and so here's the lie. The lie goes, hey, I felt victimized. I play in the victim. Somebody was after my punani. Normally, that's where the lie gets around. Somebody was trying to steal her children or her punani. That really sells the lie. Yeah, guy trying to steal punani. We believe it. And so now she's got to go in there and create this story for social media and so forth. Here we go. Also saying they, quote, weren't clean-cut individuals and made comments about her kids' appearance. They're saying blonde hair, blue eyes. Sorensen said she did not say anything to them because she was scared. Paralyzed with fear. All right, so there's going to be the fear narrative. I was scared and I didn't know what to do. All right, so I let it happen. Um, and I, I almost just discredited what was happening. But in an unexpected twist, police say this actually didn't happen and that Sorensen's story was fabricated. After seeing this surveillance photo of themselves on TV, the accused couple, Sadie and Eddie Martinez, came forward to clear their own names. All right, so we got 1-900-Blame-A-Ninja by Paul Mooney, and uh, he is as close to a ninja Mexican as you can get. And uh, here we go. He's Afro-Latina, and it fits the narrative, all right? And he's got uh, his wife. Here we go. Sharing their story with Inside Edition. Being labeled a child abductor, it's... It's upsetting. It's heartbreaking. It's life-changing. The couple, who are Latino, telling the Petaluma Argus Courier that they were at Michael's to buy Christmas decorations and believe Sorensen's false allegations were racially motivated. She wanted a stronger following. She was looking for, you know, content for her fame and her her income. And, and so that was previously the snake video. I need some income. I mean, I need some content. I need to play the victim. So content creation centered around mostly women it's going to be centered around lie men centered around truth all right and so we're going to move on to that one because i got too many to share that woman belongs in the hall of fame she could be a hall of fame inductee we're going to go to another hall of fame inductee which is going to be uh this gentleman where is it at uh there's this two here wait wait a hold on for a second I, I gotta close tabs all right i'm struggle streaming why is it not coming up why is it not coming up all right, uh, I think I moved it. All right, so we're going to go to this woman here, which is called the Mattress Girl. The Mattress Girl. And uh, this woman right here um, put on a big charade around uh, the campus of Columbia University. This was sometime around the 2015-16. And what the Mattress Girl represented uh, was a woman named um, Emma who dragged around a blue mattress around the college campus everywhere she went as to... Uh, signified that she's been a victim of an assault, which uh, I don't think the university took seriously or the person wasn't punished. And uh, what what happened was with all of this charade and fame and being written about, let me see if I can find a picture of her. I can't. I mean, this is the picture of her. With all of this charade, it was proven that the man did not assault her. But she put on a big show as to show why she was a victim of something that did not happen. Now, there was sympathy points, attention. 
everything. She was uh, highly praised, probably the president Biden or whoever invited her to something as to show why, in fact, uh, uh, people aren't uh, uh, taking these things seriously and so forth. And she was lying. She was discredited. She was proven untrue, but she got a lot of accolades, attention and so forth. And then once she was proven to be lied, what she just slid, she just slid the way. All right. Let me take you to this one right here. All right. There's Hall of Fame lies out here. This gentleman here is named Brian Banks. Brian Banks. They made a movie about him. Brian Banks in this situation. Um, he was a high school player in Southern California, high school football player. Okay. High school player in Southern California. And there was a woman that he probably had consensual sex with. And, but later on, she said that it was a sexual assault or a rape. Okay. Now he was on his way to believe I play football at USC. I think he was going to play football at USC. I might be wrong there, but because of this allegations, he was jailed and lost his freedom and uh, labeled a, an abuser or whatever here. Let me see here. I got to type something in. Um, Labeled a assaulter, lost his ability to play college football, and he might have been a, even uh, a NFL prospect. But because of this allegation, because of this situation, he lost everything. But later on, the woman actually established contact with him on Facebook, reached out to him for whatever reason, and then there and, and then asked to agree to meet up with him. And he's going, this is after he's been let out. He's like, what do you mean meet up with me? And then in the course of the communication, she admitted, yep, I lied. I lied. And then I think he actually got picked up by a couple of football teams as a free agent, but I don't think he made the team. You might know the story better than me. Okay. You might know the story better than me. But these things happen. This is why I tell you even a consensual relationship can turn into, even a free consensual relationship can turn into a relationship where you end up paying and that you're paying big time, okay? We're going to the Hall of Fame here. We're getting y'all right here. Y'all ready? We got the Hall of Fame of lies that have actually cost uh, people um, a lot. Let's go to the Duke lacrosse case. The Duke lacrosse case. Let's go to the Duke lacrosse. And a woman, uh, because I know I'm going to blame, y'all going to be like, oh, white. Uh, these are white women doing it. No, we got a black woman that's doing it too. I have to take this off the screen. Because they're not letting me get to the article as soon as I got to the article. The Duke lacrosse case. All right. And so the Duke lacrosse case was a case where a woman who was a stripper was invited to a party. And um, because she was invited to a party and might have had rent due, these men, these men lost their scholarships. And the whole damn program was shut down because she said something happened. But unfortunately, what she said happened was not true. It was a false allegation. And a lot of these young boys were painted as racists and so forth and so on. Uh, it basically it divided Winston-Salem. I believe this is Winston-Salem area, or maybe I'm getting the wrong area. Um, it divided them on along racial lines. All right. And uh, it caused a big kerfuffle for a long time in 2006. But it was a black woman who did it. And as a matter of fact, uh, the case was dismissed. Um, there was a prosecutor that was very overzealous. Go ahead and do your due diligence. Where's the lady? Uh, if you know about the woman in the case, I'm going to look it up. The woman later deleted her boyfriend and is now serving prison time, not for the false allegation, but for second degree murder, setting, setting the house on fire and deleting her boyfriend. Let's go ahead and see if we can pull up 
the, the woman. All right, so now she's now really in big girl jail, but not for this. Let's go ahead and pull up the sister right here. The sister right here. Let's see the sister. There she is right there. All right, you guys see her right here. This was the alleged victim who falsely alleged that this happened. All right, and so here it is right here. These were the men. They made it a white person versus black people thing. And in fact, in fact, this is the woman who, who did this. Now, I did a video on this as when she did found, she was found guilty of, of a sec, second degree arson or arson. Let me see here. Let me see if you see here. Arson. Let me see here. If I can pull up the story. This is the story right here. Attempted murder, attempted murder and arson. So here, this is what resulted of said woman, said woman later on. The Duke, Duke lacrosse accuser charged with attempted murder and arson. This was in 2010. There she is here. This is what resulted in her less than four years later. So I'm thinking of Raleigh Durham. Did I say Winston-Salem? Raleigh Durham area in North Carolina. This divided the nation. Okay, this divided the nation. And I'm sure she had consensual sags with many of these guys, but then claimed it as to be grape. All right, you see this? You see this? This is kind of what happens. This is some Hall of Fame shit. All right, let's get to some more Hall of Famers. All right, uh, people who actually made a little white lie and it turned into just a big old fat lie. Okay, here is um, Carolyn Bryant. <laughs> Carolyn Bryant, who has admitted that she lied on one Emmett Till. And if you go dig deep in there, there was a, allegedly an affair that Carolyn Bryant had with young Emmett Till and then potentially had an affair with the other woman. And then the other woman discovered the affair. And then these boys, the good old boys, went to did what they did. Now, I don't know if you understand, this is how big a lie can be. If just one woman's lie, this is how big it can change the world. This event, along with the Montgomery bus cop, Bus boycott were two of the biggest pivotal events that started what you know as the civil rights movement. Okay. These were two events that what you would call the carpetbagger North or the Yankees, the news media of the Northeast, they came down upon the South significantly and this was one of the most pivotal events in fact both of them started with the female lie which was the rosa parks orchestrated orchestrated uh boycott but it was an orchestrated event which was a lie i know people want to talk about it and it did help the south maybe the rosa park event which was not true on its face but it did happen to someone else and then this lie which was the Carol O'Brien. It changed the country. It changed the history. These two events. And it got Emmett Till's life taken from him. So those two events, and there's some more events that happened during this time. The North proceeded to come down back on the South after fumbling reconstruction. This was their second attempt to recorrect the ills of the South. Okay, do you understand what I'm talking about? You understand what I'm talking about? The power of a misleading lie or lying by omission. Carolyn Bryant was one. Her lie that she thought was not a big deal in Mississippi became one of the biggest deals nationwide. And it changed the direction of the country. Without these two events, there's no civil rights. 
Without these two events, there's no civil rights. I mean, the civil rights movement would have probably been delayed. The Jim Crow South would have probably proceeded for another maybe uh, maybe a decade or two. And that's just my opinion. All right. And uh, Hall of Fame lies. This woman right here is characterized as one. I think her name is Franny. But this is a clip that I played a lot and I get censored quite a bit. But uh, this is a lie that was supposed to uh, start it Rosewood. And this is not a lie. That has not been told many, many times. In fact, this is just basically a false allegation. So this woman allegedly was having an affair with a white man. Uh, the white man was treating her like dirt and uh, beating her up. And then the only way to hide this affair and hide the fact that she got her eye dotted because she was allegedly a married woman was to blame a ninja. All right. And so as you know, she's got she's to figure out how to tell her husband as to why she got her eye blackened. All right, and so now she runs out, and then the, the then the immediate lie is he's so big and he's so black, and he beat me up and he attacked me. All right, so this is a lie that has changed uh, multiple people's lives, meaning towns were burned down, people were deleted, people came up missing. Racial tensions again, racial tensions again. Even now, it's from a white woman, but the black woman did the racial tension thing down in 2006 in um, Raleigh-Durham. All right, so this seems to be this seems to be one of those things that that it doesn't just affect another person when they lie. It's a grander scheme. It's a grander thing. It goes out of control. She tries to protect herself, and then people end up losing their lives. This is because dudes cape for women, and they automatically believe them. Right? Let's show you another one. Hall of Fame. Again, racial, racial uh, stuff behind it. For some reason to, to, to sell the point. Susan Smith. Susan Smith. Susan Smith said. Let's get back to it. Susan Smith. Well, she said her kids were kidnapped via a carjacking. Carjacking. This again is in the South. I don't know what's up with the South. But I tell you, man, the South will not rise again. Uh, but uh, Susan Smith said that her kids were carjacked. And uh, let me see if I could give up a photo here. Oh, they don't have it. Damn. But anyway, her kids were put into a river. Uh, they later found the car in the river. And she said a ninja kidnapped her, carjacked her. All right. And and took off with her kids. She's a married woman. But let's just make the long story short. Uh, there was no way that the kids were carjacked at the intersection that the carjacking happened. Uh, because the lights wouldn't work that way. There would have to been have to been a witness. She said there were no witnesses. She was out there by herself. But the only way she's out there by herself and that light is red is if another car is turning. So they knew she was lying. Eventually, she had to reveal that she pushed her kid's car, um, the car in the river or in the in a in a lake, with the kids still strapped in their car seat. She did this as a mother. She was a young mother and married. But she also was having an affair. And the affair was with the a cousin, a, a, a uncle. I can't remember what it was. It was some sweet home Alabama shit. She was having an affair with her sugar daddy. I can't remember what it was. Her old boss. It was something crazy like that. And the affair was happening while she was married. Potentially one of these children could have been produced by that man. And that sugar daddy cut her off. The sugar daddy cut her off and broke up with her. Not her husband was beating her. And all of that shit. It was the man she was having an affair with cut her off. And then she went ape. 
And then one of the things was she couldn't live with herself. And then she put her kids into the lake. <laughs> In between all of that, she said a ninja kidnapped her, uh, uh, carjacked her. Let me show you a picture of the guy. You want me to show the picture of the guy she said that did it? This is where the lie gets crazy. Hold on for a second. Susan Smith um, kidnapped. Let me see here, man. Let me see if I can pull this up. Pull the guy up who she said who did it. All right. And you're going to get a good laugh. You're going to get a good laugh. And it's not funny, but it is kind of funny. Okay. This is the man that she said kidnapped her kids. This is when the lie gets crazy. This ninja right here. All right. Hold on for a second. You see him? I can't really get a clear picture. I don't like to click on links. This is the guy right here. Right here. She said who did it. She had the whole town of all the men getting uh, racially profiled by the police. Ninjas was getting slammed, thrown in the jail for back warrants of child support. <laughs> Tyrone Biggums, right? It's, 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 this is laughable, but it's kind of like, what? <laughs> this is who she said it. And the guy doesn't exist. The sad part is this guy never existed. But she went into the police department and drew this sketch up, Ninja. <laughs> she said, what did he look like? He got big pink ass lips and a wide Ninja nose and big old buck ass buck eyes. He black blacker than a trillion midnights. He was ashy. I mean, and he had a skull cap on a beanie. She actually sat there and let this artist, he got a flannel. He got khakis and Chuck Taylor All-Stars. She actually sat there and let them draw that shit up. See, this is how far the lie goes, bro. This is how far that they're willing to go for why they lie. <laughs> You're sitting there like, and the sketch artist like, man, 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 who the hell is this guy? This could be everybody in, in, in South Carolina. This could be everybody. You know how many dudes went to jail that night? You know how many dudes got arrested? There's probably dudes still in jail because they had warrants and they was totally free until she came up with the sketch. But this is a lie hall of fame. <laughs> this is a lie hall of fame. You cannot deny it. You're like, wow. All right, we got how many more lie hall of fames here? We got three more. Then we're going to tell you why women lie. All right, why women lie. All right, uh, next lie hall of fame is going to be this woman right here. This woman right here. A 19-year-old Madison Russo. There she is right there. Madison Russo is charged with death after falsely claiming that she suffered from cancer. So she went on social media. She went on social media to say, hey, I got leukemia. I got pancreatic cancer. And she collected tens of thousands of dollars in donations. Now, I come on here and tell you the truth and people get mad at my donations. But Madison, age 19, who've been ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel, is uh, charged with theft at after purporting to be suffering with stage two pancreatic cancer, a tumor, and leukemia. A tumor size of a football that wrapped around her spine. Boy, Russo shared her cancer journey on social media. A GoFundMe page was set up, and she got a local media interview. See, <laughs> when dudes lie, it probably doesn't go that far. But with them, as soon as they lie, and this is one reason why they lie, there's a great roll out the red carpet rolls out there's a reason here and we're going to go through it 
And it says right here, uh, witnesses claim that the that uh, to have medical experience, they said they noticed many medical discrepancies that she reported. Probably she wasn't reporting the correct medical equipment, the correct procedures to correct it. Like uh, she probably had a full head of hair. She might not have gone through um, any cancer treatment. And people probably was like, nah, 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 nah. She said the doctors gave her a slim 11% survival rate for five years because the, uh, before discovering the spinal tumor. And she says she still attends classes at St. Ambrose University and managed to have a high GPA and intern with John Deere despite her claims of medical issues. So she's still going to work? Yeah. They're like, no. She raised $37,000 from 438 donations. Okay. Yeah, I mean, kind of like there's a reward for the lies. We're going to talk about that. The women are going to talk about that, not I. Okay, we got two more. Two more of the Lie Hall of Fame, right? <laughs> you guys can put it here. We got Sherry Papini. Sherry Clapini, those cheeks. We got another flatback here. Okay, flatbacks. Uh, so this, again, you know, black women are like, man, then there ain't a lot of us out here lying. All right, because flatbacks lie too, man. They very good at this manipulation. This woman is Sherry Papini. You see her picture there. Now, Sherry Papini did the damsel in distress. The damsel in distress always works. It convinces people to have a call to action and put on their cape. All right, and so what she said was she was kidnapped just off the street. Somebody just took her because she was white or blonde or whatever it is or little, whatever it is. And, um, there was a six-year saga on this case. So what happened was in Northern, she said she got kidnapped. I'll give you the bare bones of it. She got kidnapped in Northern California, disappeared. Husband didn't know where she was. She was married and had kids. Husband knew, didn't know where she was. She ends up in Southern California. And uh, she said she was abducted. She ends up in Southern California. All right. Then she goes back up and gets dropped off right by her house. So then she walks up by up to her house. And uh, let me see here. There's the happy couple. There's your wife. Not my girl. Okay, you guys see her. Then she ends up back home, and everybody's like, oh, you you showed up. And then she had a great story. Some Mexicans kidnapped me, put me in a truck, uh, tied me up. They, they, they prodded me. They branded me. They did all this shit. But the truth was, she ran off with her ex-boyfriend. She ran off with her ex-boyfriend. She was not happy in her marriage, probably, I'm assuming. I'm not happy. <laughs> okay. She ran off with her ex-boyfriend. They ended up in Southern California, somewhere near a relative of the boyfriend's, like the mama's house or something crazy like that. I'm just paraphrasing the story. And all of that shit. And everybody believed her. And they went out looking for whoever kidnapped her. And they looked and looked and looked. And they could not find anybody. Then I think the somebody told on her, which I think maybe the mother-in-law, the ex-boyfriend, or, or the ex-boyfriend told on her ass, and then it just was revealed that she made it all up. But she was having an affair. That's what happened. She got a little bit lonely. Her feet got a little bit wet. And she skedaddled off with an ex-boyfriend. Got them cheeks clapped. <laughs> blame some Mexicans. Mm. I think she blames some Mexicans. Because blaming ninjas is out of style. <laughs> all right. We got to blame Mexicans now. If I blame a black guy, nobody will believe it. Too many white girls blaming black guys, but let's blame, uh, let's blame a Mexican. <laughs> and guess what? I don't even know what happened to her. Did she go to jail? Probably not. Let me see here. 
if she went to jail. She probably got some probation or some shit like that. 18 months in prison. All right. 18 months in prison. And uh, for participants. Oh, it was already on my screen. All right. I should have known it. Uh, it says right here, 18 year, 18 months, ninjas. 18 months. Why? What is this? She got 18 months, y'all. After all the resources were spent for 22 days trying to find one woman. 18 months. One woman. 40-year-old here. There she is right there. She pled guilty, so I guess that's why she got a short time. She could no longer keep up the charade, pled guilty, 18 months. And she was all, uh, you know, it is what it is. Now, I'm not belittling people who have been kidnapped or victimized. What I'm saying is these things are automatically assumed of men to commit these crimes. This is why it's easy for people, women who might be struggling in some parts of their lives, to use this narrative. Last one of the last one, for some reason, what are we doing here? Where's Nikki Yovino? All right, here is there's a woman here. Last one, Nikki Yovino. She probably out of jail by now. This is 2018. I've done several videos on this woman. Story goes like this: She's at a party, drunk. She's in the bathroom. She invites two ninjas into the bathroom from the football team. Over here. She invites two gentlemen into the bathroom to run that train gang. And she offers up the Panani. All right. She was like, y'all can do this. I'm going to do this. And I'm going to let y'all clap these cheats. She goes in there, volunteers, and two female witnesses said she went in there with them ninjas. Them ninjas went in there and ran that train gang on her. They put the choo-choo on her. And they proceeded to leave her there to do the cleanup job. Now. There was a guy that she was on campus with that she had a crush on. That if this guy found out that these two football players clapped them cheeks at the party, she would not be able to have a relationship with the new guy, with the guy she was dating. Yes, she was dating someone too. And guess what? Because she was didn't want her reputation ruined and nobody to tell that Nikki Yovino over here was in the bathroom with two ninjas from the football team letting them clap their cheeks, she had to say them boys took the Pimani to protect her reputation. When we get to the list, this will all make sense. So she had to hide the fact that she invited them in there. Unfortunately, her two friends, two friends, so-called friends, said she lying. Them boys didn't do anything to her. But these boys lost their scholarship. They lost their admission to St. I think it was St. Francis. What school was it? It was one of them St. schools. St. Uh, it was in Connecticut. Which one's in? It was Bridgeport. Oh, my Lord. Bridgeport, Connecticut. I actually had a basketball game at this school. I can't remember what the school was, though. Sacred Heart is the school. Sacred Heart University. So the boys lost their scholarship at Sacred Heart. And uh, they lost their ability to go to any other school. They were suspended from the university. And then it was called out that she lied. And then when even she was in court, she was acting like it wasn't a big deal. She was like, I, I told the truth now. And then the judge had to scold her because she was in there with her body language acting like this wasn't such a big deal. Judge sent to serve for a year because she pled not guilty. So you see the difference between Sherry Papini, who admits her guilt, versus the one that says, what's the big deal? Well, these boys lost their future forever. They're scarred. Their name is going to be dragged in the mud. And she was like, well, I told the truth. What's the big deal? Well, you hurt an entire community. You hurt the football team. You hurt the university. 
You hurt Bridgeport, Connecticut. You hurt the families of these young boys. You hurt their potential. You hurt the guy that you were dating. You hurt the two women that had to come out and witness against you. You now have used up resources that we now cannot recoup from you because you ain't got no money to pay for it. You hurt your family. One lie ends up being, not only that, you hurt real victims of assault. You hurt real victims of assault. Because now it's going to be harder for people to believe them when you're coming out here and now I can use you as a C. There's a possibility that this hashtag believe all women can result in lies. And there's a motive to lie. We're going to get to that. As you know, you can vote for your Hall of Fame member. I don't have a poll because there's too many here. But we're going to show you a couple of things here as to why hashtag believe all women is just manipulation. Right. It's not going to reveal the true truth. So here's an article right here, and I'll read these briefly and then I'll do all the super chats. Thanks for sticking around. Hit the like button. Here it is right here. This is an article by Anuka. I'm sure Anuka, Anunka is a woman. All these articles that I'm going to reference, almost all of them are going to be from women. And it says right here, when he's a, uh, why do women lie more than men? Because we're nicer. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. See, now they're admitting that they do this, but now it's because they're nicer. It says right here, soothing untruths show human socialization at its most crafty and sophisticated. No wonder women are so good at them. All right. And so we're saying now lies help people. Oh, well, it says right here, a new poll suggests that women are twice as likely to lie as men. And so we're putting my show puts these um, these these tropes to bed like men are cheaters and men are dogs and more men cheat. And, you know, well, my relationship broke up because my husband cheated. Women and men cheat almost equally. Well, he beat me. He beat me up. Domestic violence is almost equal. In fact, sometimes if she's more of the victim, more times she instigated it. I, I show you the data. She was not just a solo victim in many cases. It's a very small percentage. So I show you these things and I tell you, man, don't fall for these things because many times you will find the truth. And when the truth is found out, you're going to feel manipulated. It says right here, if respondents were even telling the truth, it says it, uh, it may be irritating to be told yet again that women are, have, are more morally slippery than men. He says, but one could also argue that women lie because we are nicer. And they say a survey found by an insurance company because they wanted to find out who be lying out here on insurance claims found that an overwhelmingly majority of lies were told in order to what? Make someone feel better, to avoid trouble, or to make life simpler, and very rarely for false insurance claims. This was true of both men and women's lies. The only clear difference being that women did it more often, some apparently up to 30 times a day. This is according to their thing. They're saying women have lied more than 30 times a day. Not all of them, but they said up to 30 times a day. Why? And they're good. this is the article because they wanted to make someone feel better. All right, girl, you look good in that dress. Girl, your man is the bad one in that relationship. Girl, you deserve better. All right, girl, you don't look fat. Girl, that hair we look good. Girl. And so these are little white lies. Remember, the author has that book, 
little white lies, deep, dark secrets. Okay. But now they're just going past the fact that this cannot be damaging. It says right here. So what is it that makes women so delightful if untrustworthy? It seems that whichever side of the born made debate you favor, you will find plenty of evidence to support the idea that women are inclined to be kind. All right. And so they're going to go nature, nurture on this one. We're going to skip that argument. You can read it if you want. You just got to look it up yourself. Okay, got to look it up yourself. I ain't going to do all the work for you. Now, this is going to be by a woman, Natasha. Why women lie? 11 reasons why she thinks it's okay to lie, which it's not okay. All right, but this is by Natasha. She says, of course, women are made of sugar or spice and everything nice. But on occasions, we do pop out a lie. But understand why women lie is not really complicated. Now, I've already expressed why they do, but I'm actually a, I'm actually interested. And I'm going to go just to the point. Uh, the reason, number one, why she lies is that she doesn't want to hurt you. Again, that is the nice girl syndrome. Instead of hurting you and telling the truth, I will lie. But this does turn into many other lies. Here's the next one. She doesn't want to look bad, protecting her virtuousness. Nikki Yovino comes to mind. I don't want to look bad. That's the exact same reason why Nikki Yovino told that two ninjas ran a train game or took the Panani in the bathroom. Here's another one. They want to, they want their lies to be true. Okay. If I tell a lie enough, it will be true. Okay. The divorce rate's not 50%. It's 44. They want it to be true. Okay. Going down. She's hiding her past. Okay. She's hiding her past. Guys, there's a reason why people lie. Nikki Yovino comes to mind. The women that had affairs and with their husband and deleted their children or created a kidnap scenario when they were having an affair. You're hiding the past. You're hiding the past numbers. This is basic of um, you got to preserve. She's got to preserve this because why? Women are judging on their past actions. They're judging on their past. Right? My boyfriend beat me up. She's got to look. She has a reason to leave him. She's got to make these reasons. To, now I was in a domestic abusive relationship. Right? Um. These are the things that, that that are often built on lies, lies above omission, and so forth and so on. Uh, she's creating distance. This is going to be another one. She doesn't trust you. These are all copes. She doesn't want you to get the wrong idea. I never suck salami on the first date. I never had a one-night stand. I never hook up with strangers. I never give my number to men from nightclubs, right? These are all lies, all of them. When I say all of them, these are all lies, all right? I never believe any of those. This woman would be like 40 with two kids, two baby daddies. I never have one-night stands, all right? Mm. Lies. It's just a lie. You're protecting your past. You're protecting your nature. You're protecting who you are. It's a lie. It is what it is. Many times, you can't even get an honest answer to them on a simple thing. How old are you? Well, you never ask a woman her age. She'll be 46 talking about she's 32. You can't even get their real weight. Kevin Samuels, rest in peace, couldn't even get their real dress size. I mean, you have to dig out. This is why I tell you, you got to dig out the truth with them by constantly asking them questions. But typically, another way that they lie is they, they keep asking you questions, right? They keep the focus on you. So what do you do and where are you going and where do you see yourself in five years and who is your baby mama? Do you have outside kids? Do you have an STI? They keep asking you all these questions. Now, the minute you start flipping the questions on, they ask. 
The minute you start flipping the questions on their ass, guess what? Lies, 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 lies. Duck, 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 duck. Dodge, 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 dodge. Deflect, 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 deflect. Mm. Then you go back to, well, a real man don't ask a woman to eat. Mm. <laughs> yep. Then he goes back to the lie shit. Here we go right here. Uh, Number eight, it's all a test. All right. This is the reason why. Number eight, it's all a test. They're testing you. Shit tests. They revolve around shit tests. All right. And number nine, she's a pro manipulator. See, I've been telling y'all that for a long time. Most of it is based on manipulation. This is this is not a negative. Men manipulate too. But when I'm telling men, I'm instructing men, most things she does is to manipulate you. This is how they survive. If women didn't learn how to manipulate men, they would be gone. Saber-toothed tiger would be gnawing on their ass right now. There would be a collection of bones where we could say, here used to be women. The whole civilization wouldn't exist right now. I love you is a great manipulative tool to get shelter, food, protection from the Macedon, the woolly mammoth, uh, 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 foreigners, uh, <laughs> uh, sexual assaulters, uh, you name it. Saber-toothed tiger. And it also is a lie to do what? Be able to get her resources. Protection. Uh, this is a great lie right here. Uh, our guy right here is going to tell you this is this is a great lie. It's a manipulative tool. And what? She got 20 years guaranteed protection. Yo, so I'm raw dogging this chick, right? She goes, yo, I'm on birth control. You can just bust a nun on me whenever you want. And you know what I did? I busted. So now this is Dylan. He just turned two the other day. Now that that lie actually had responsibility on the guy. The guy had got caught up in the lie. It might not even be his baby, but she can guarantee and write a check to the bank that she's going to have protection at least for the next two decades. For sure. It's a great use of the tool of manipulation, right? Love, romance. I'll be with you forever. We're going to be together for eternity. I'll never cheat on you. I'll never do that to you. I can never do that to you. I don't know why women don't sleep with their husbands. And then later on down the line, she gets to that point and then she'll have a reason why. Oh, well, She'll pull that puck, bait and switch. And number 10, she wants to hold all the power. And number 11 is she doesn't see it as a big deal. She doesn't see it as a big deal. This is why they call it little white lies. Little white lies. Now, you tell a lie. You tell a lie, ninjas. Is it ever a little white lie? They actually had a show called Pretty Little Liars, <laughs> right? <laughs> Pretty Little Liars. So they combine things that actually advantage them, pretty and little, and then they combine liars as to soften it up. Pretty little liars. All right, so we're going to do a couple one right here. This is another one right here. Why women are more likely to lie, all right? And they also do be calling men liars, which is projection, okay? But here's some women out dispelling the myth. We're using data. It's just not me doing red pill talking points. I'm telling you to protect yourself. A new study reveals how gender and social pressure drives unethical decisions mm. by Pamela Tom. Another woman says right here, and we're not going to read the whole thing, says right here, would you tell a lie to help someone else? Oh, it's all, there you go. It's for something. A new study says women won't lie on their own behalf, but they are willing to do so for someone else if they feel criticized or pressured by others. All right. Where's the... Where's the, where's the, where's the, why do men lie and then give us an excuse? There's no article on that. I'd be hard pressed. 
In contrast, researchers, uh, research by Professor Laura Cray of the UC Berserkley campus and assistant professor Miriam Kay of Northwestern University found that men are the opposite. Oh, here we go. They do not compromise their ethical standards under social pressure, regardless of whether they are advocating for themselves or someone else. And these two women, researchers, found that. We found that when women act on their own behalf, they maintain higher ethical standards than men. However, women will act less ethical, such as telling a lie when they fear being viewed as ineffective at representing other people's interests, says Cray. When women negotiate on behalf of someone else, they are willing to make compromises in order to satisfy the needs of others. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, anybody shoveling that? Shoveling that bullshit? Yeah, you know what I mean? Because now they're just excusing the lie. Oh, we're just going to excuse it. Let me do one more. And uh, I'm going to do one more. And then we'll get on to the super chats and the contributions. All right. This is another article. I think this is by a woman. No, it's by a man. Only his name, Joshua. Thank you, Joshua. Why do women lie? Seven reasons why they lie. Let's just go to the ones right here to test you. To test you. She may test you. She may lie to test you. She may cook up a story about her past relationship to see how you react. To influence you. To influence you. To hide her past, people seem to be in agreement. To keep you away, wait, to keep you away from worries. No, I've never had an STI. I got my STI panels checked yesterday. Don't worry. Okay. Um, it says right here to save herself, damsel in distress. By the way, it also is used for her to not get beat up. They don't want to get beat up. They don't want to get harmed. Uh, you gotta, guys got to understand, if she's in a situation where she feels she's unsafe, unprotected, vulnerable, she will lie. And that's only to be understood. I get that. I won't call the police and she's being assaulted, right? She got the idea to be assaulted, right? She's like, I got to get out of this situation. I don't want to be deleted. I'll tell you whatever, all right? And so this is the reason why they lie. Now, you, you might get to the fisticuffs. You might not lie. You might like, hey, man, I got to fight myself out of that. They cannot. This is about survival. And so she needs to save herself or at least her reputation. What else? To please herself. All right. I don't know about that. To protect you. Lying to protect you. Thank God. Thank God for them. Thank God, ladies. We appreciate y'all. But uh, let your voice be heard. Dollar sign CGA. No, dollar sign the Notorious CGA or CGA Live. Bitmo Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal. PayPal.me. Backsass Coach Greg Adams, pinned to the top of the live chat, and Super Chat. We're going to catch up on everybody. All right, we're going to catch up on everybody. Uh, Joshua Moon says, Africa is now being officially recognized as Ghana on the CGA Network. In other news, happy Cinco de Mayo Day to the coach of the coach gang. Appreciate you. He says, the Gordita music, please. That ain't it. All right, shout out to Ghana. Everybody in Ghana. Shout out to Trucker. Genuine Twan. I messed that all up. Genuine Trucker Twan. Thank you, man, for the mic drop. Esteban Leon. Hey, yo, coach. On locals, I sent statistics from Pew Research, and he says, and a few other sources showing that men work more hours. Also, when a child is born, the man has to work more hours to recoup the money 
the mom lost. Dang, I'm, I can't wait to check that out. Angel says, coach is simple. If she wants you to do the housework, just say it's not natural for men to be monogamous and it's um, and it's time to be in a polygamous relationship by getting another wife to help her with the housework. Go to the junior college and get another. I'm sure she's not going for that. Yes, I can be like, there's another woman that can be had to do the work around here. Our my says, our me says, free agent lifestyle law, 40 free peace leave is the most expensive. It in all In all seriousness, I was thinking, you have enough rants and awesome monologues to clip a comedy special together. Thoughts? I just have to have it dug out. Pause. It would be good. I'm sure somebody I'm sure somebody could come up with it. Roberto Moreno, happy Cinco de Mayo day to the GOAT. And he says, today, I think I already read this one. We lost Kevin Samuels. Tell all the brothers, please take your uh, control of your blood pressure, 120 over 80. Systolic and diastolic, diastolic. I messed that up or less. Did I skip some people? I actually have a blood checker um, after my live streams when I lived in California. I actually did skip people, so I'm going to come back. Um, I used to check my blood pressure after my live streams. <laughs> after Kevin Samuels died, I was like, let me go get me a blood checker. I'm coming back. I'm coming back for the people I skipped. We want to make sure everybody get recognized here. Notorious NIG. Men never protested for the right to clean the bathroom. Women protested for the right to go to work. He says, who did they think was going to clean the bathroom? He says, they asked for extra responsibilities. Now do both. You're making a good point. You're making a good point. They asked for this. And then when they, again, I actually made that point earlier this week. When you when they ask for something and you get it, don't ever think that's that that's the dramatic conclusion, right? They'll protest, they'll burn their bra, they'll do all of this, they'll kick, scream, cry, they'll blame you, they'll call you this and that, and then you'll finally say, "Forget it." All right, here it is. You'll give it to them on a silver platter. You'll walk away thinking that you solved the problem, <laughs> right? All right, we solved it. She's finally quiet, and she'll sit over there with her thumb in her mouth. Or a pacifier. It's just a pacifier. Then what will happen is consequences and repercussions will show up for the decision that she made. For whatever she requested, consequences and repercussions are going to show up. And then she's going to complain. Well, wait a minute. Mm. <laughs> Hold up for one second. Look at this. And you're like, yeah, I actually told you that, you know. You're probably going to lose here and there for me giving you that. Well, hold up. I don't want these consequences and repercussions. I don't want. And you're like, bruh, would you just. <laughs> I always tell you they're not to be pleased. I don't care what you're complaining about. Because whatever it is, I'm one of the people that ain't going to give it to you. What I'm probably going to do. And this is why I don't stay in relationships very long. Soon as I hear the complaining, I'm going to let you know. One damn thing. I'm going to give you that, but you're about to lose me. All right. Whatever it is that you want, if you want it bad, you better realize real quick that if once you get that, you about to lose about 50 things, <laughs> right? Probably your ability to support yourself, rent, uh, your car payment, your ass about to get a whole bunch of L's if you keep complaining about this shit. <laughs> You about to come up, show, 
than a mother sucker. And that's how I do things. And it's not the best way to live. I'll say this. Because you're going to piss a lot of people off. <laughs> They're going to be mad as a mother sucker. But I will remove my whole aura from an individual who's taking advantage of my kindness and don't appreciate what I'm giving them. I'm going to take my whole every goddamn thing. I will take the ball and walk smooth off the basketball court. Oh, word. Okay, give me my ball. <laughs> give me my ball. They'd be like, you really going to take the ball, Ninja? We ain't got another ball. Give me my goddamn ball. Give me the ball. I'll walk right off the playground with it. Y'all Ninja's going to be standing there. Because you didn't have another solution. You didn't appreciate you had the ball on your court. Okay, give me my shit. Give me my shit. Walk right. <laughs> <laughs> that's how i do it i don't mess around man because i'm like i'm like okay y'all taking advantage of me now all right take my shit all right shout out to cj i didn't forget you he says maybe it's projection women know that they do less around the house so they project it onto men blaming them for doing less it is a subcutaneous thing and this could be true too maybe it's because work is piling up on them and they can't keep up they were getting extra sleep. Then they get to the point where they can't keep up. So it's that you need to help for real. All right. Shout out to Brandon Lewis says used to get up at 4 a.m. Every chance I got to do work around the house while the wife didn't get up to 11 a.m. and did nothing. Let's tell you, I think he meant a subconscious <laughs> subcutaneous. It can be subcutaneous too. Hey, by the way. Check. It was spell check. I read it right. But, um, Guys, um, I don't know, because I like my quiet time if I'm cohabitating or when I cohabitated, I like my quiet time. But what you're not going to do is sleep in on me. I'm just letting you know. You can get a nap, right? Like you can get your ass up and do your work and go take a nap. And I might be like, okay, good. All right, get the hell up out of my face. But what you ain't going to do I don't give a shit what you, because most of the time people who slept in, they stayed up late while I went my ass and took my ass to the bed. So you stayed up late, you partied, you drank, you snorted lines of Coke and you smoked weed and you party, you fornicated and you danced and you shook your hip and you shook it. You did all that shit. Now I'm supposed to lose and your ass sitting in bed till 11, 12, one. Hell no. Mm. That's what you not going to do. I ain't going for that shit. And then give excuses as to why you sleeping. Well, I need rest and women need more rest. I'm hormonal. I got cramps. I got the gas. All right. When you just lazy. However, <laughs> however, I understand. But listen, you ain't going to be a sleeping woman with me. Now you can get up and do what you need to do. Go back to bed. All right. That actually is favorable to me too. take your ass back in the bedroom. Good. I don't need to have you all up in my grill. But you ain't going to get up there and tell me I ain't did shit when you've been sleeping all day. <laughs> Farting. Yeah, and all that. Nope. It ain't going to happen. All right. I don't look at sleeping in as a, um, I don't look favorably at it. I find it very lazy. I'm not talking about every day. There's way, there's days you need your sleep. But I find it to be a lazy characteristic. I find that those people inevitably are the ones who complain about not having shit or shit being done or shit not being fair. Those people are the ones who complain the most. I ain't never rarely heard nobody that get their ass up and start doing shit 
complain about results. This is just me, and I'm being very general. I'm being very general. You can find somebody that's an exception to the rule, but I don't find that to be the case. I find that people who are getting up, handling their responsibilities, never be looking at life at where they got shorted. It's the motherfuckers that be sleeping in without fail. They wake up sleepy, tired, miserable, lazy. Ninjas done did all the work around them, and they get up complaining about something. I'm like, that's where the complainers come from. Sleep in, people. Well, I need my sleep. Well, take your punk ass to sleep and miss out on the world then. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not about to babysit you when you in there catching Z's for 12 hours of the day. That ain't going to happen. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. Not on my watch. I will dump your ass, move up out that house. It ain't going to happen. But taking a nap, take a nap then. You know what I mean? Like if you were like, oh, I got up. Okay. I got up at eight on a Saturday. I did what I needed to do. I folded my laundry and now it's 1130. Go back in the bedroom, <laughs> right? Go get your extra rest. But that's, that's a whole different approach. Shout out to C. G. Augustus, he says, sorry, I'm late. Hope Elizabeth Holmes is on the Hall of Fame. Damn, I forgot about Elizabeth Holmes. And she got out of prison. Now, just reported the other day. Now I need to catch up on the other apps, the alternative apps, and we're going to be ready for the weekend. I'm sure the junior college is going to be litty with some of y'all. Shout out to David from Vegas. He says, Philly still looked the same. And he left in 1998, and it still looked the same. All right. All right, shout out to Frodo Bagum Young. Listening to you at the gym is a safety hazard. Don't fall off the treadmill and do not do your one bench press max, one rep max while you're listening to CGA. We got a uh, happy Gordita day for our man from our man, Eddie. We're going to call you Eddie B. Yep. We got our man Garrett says happy Cinco for Cinco to the coach, man. A shout out to you. We got between, he says, RIP to Kevin Samuels. Between you and KS, I've been able to level up, up on my life with the content y'all provided. Thanks, and what's up for the weekend? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Man, it's going to be a mess out here, and uh, I don't know what to tell you. Get your Ubers. No drunk driving. Have your bail money ready. We got our man. Mr. Elliot, he says, I'm 34 and I did criminal practice for two years. I've never seen a woman prosecutor for lying. Little Kim, the only BW I know that went to jail for perjury. BWs today are educated but not loyal to their history or understanding how they've used the government and corporations. And he says, BWs today are no different from the women that told the lie on Emmett Till. All right. And he's talking about court because women are going there and say they ain't not got no money from you. And he says, how can you know? He says, how can you know the story of a of a BW or a man? And go into family court and lie to the father and lie on the father. They be like, do family court is where women do the biggest lying. And he knows this. And he says, how can you know the story of a BW or a man and go into family court and lie on the father? It's just sickening. He says, I want to get married one day, but it won't be in the U.S. unless and until the lies change. I've had people lie, man, they'll go into family court and say they ain't got a dime from you. None. None. And you gave them money. You might have paid the rent. You might have paid the whole lease. You might have bought your kids shoes. 
And they will say you they didn't get any money from you. And technically, they didn't. And technically, from the state perspective, they didn't. Because you didn't give it directly to them. Meaning you didn't give it to them so they can spend the way they wanted to spend. Right? They'll go into court and say these lies. And you're like, God damn, it's crazy. What do we got here? Mr. No Government Name, keep on preaching, coach. He says, tell them, tell these Mitch Gutbergs. <laughs> I forgot that name. He says, keep on preaching, coach. Tell these Mitch Gutbergs what's up for the weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? We got an attorney. Mr. We're going to call you AE says, hey, coach, I'm an attorney in South Florida. I was one of these guys that had a father in my life from the beginning. I graduated magna cum laude from Florida A&M University. Shout out to the Rattlers and interned at Ben Crump's office for two years. By age 24, I was already trying drug cases for the state attorney's office. And he says, I also represented juveniles age 18 to sorry, 11 to 19. Guess what? It wasn't just the police bringing in young black boys. It was their mother. He says, I'm working in Florida to make parental alienation a criminal statute. Allow for third parties to be sued when they know that the child has a dad trying to see the kid. Trying to see the kid. Guys, that, fathers will be trying to see their kid, investing in their kid, and the woman will take that father to child support court. They will take them to family court. Guys, on that, on that basis, that's a lie. That is a lie. Because what she's trying to do is steal money from the father. The father is paying for trips, vacation, amusement park, school, tuition, uniform. And that woman will say that father does not pay child support. To me, that's a crime. When Dude, they should be in jail for that shit. Because they're damaging the reputation of the father. They're using the kids against the father, meaning they're keeping custody away intentionally to get child support. Then when the father step does what he's doing, they don't they don't acknowledge it. They literally be like, I don't see it. They'll pay for five dollars of Pepto-Bismol and ask for the two fifty back. They these women should be in jail for that shit. They should be in jail. But it doesn't pay for society to jail women. This is why they don't get prison time. They should be locked up for this shit. Custody restricted. They should be on supervised visitations, but this is just me. Because they want they want the money directly. Whatever the father's giving to the kids, they're not getting credit for it. They make themselves look bad as mothers, so they got to steal it from the father. So instead of the father giving it to the kid, they want to get it, and so they want to give it to the kid so they can say, look at what mommy did. It's criminal. This shit is criminal. They should be locked up for this shit. Because what they're doing is they're intentionally inflicting pain on the kid to make themselves look better. <laughs> That's what they're doing. It's despicable. And they pull this shit all the time. They'll have a whole posse full of people. And what this lie does, let me just show you what this lie does. It not only hurts the kids, it makes the state use resources, hunting down fathers, not only do they have to hunt them down, they got to open cases. They got to get people to work the case. They got to collect paperwork and evidence. They got to get social services involved. They got to restrict the custody. They be calling the police. They have to alienate the kid. They have to tell everybody in their whole community how they're being victimized by the father. It doesn't just hurt the kid. Everybody else got to be wrapped into their bullshit. 
when they could simply just move on with life, have custody. They could give the father complete custody and they won't have the problem. They won't even have the problem anymore. The father would have custody. They can go get a goddamn job. But no, <laughs> they'd be calling Amber Alert when the when the dad doesn't bring the kid back on time for a custody exchange. They'll have a whole man trying to delete that father in the honor of the woman. He goes to jail. This is what lies do to civilizations. When women lie, they create chaos. This is why we call them agents of chaos. When men lie, there's only a woman with uh, uh there's only a woman maybe lying there naked thought he was a doctor <laughs> when men lies for a punani and there's a woman there wait you're not a doctor <laughs> nope and this is not my house either and he got a piece of peace leave <laughs> this is agent the chaos shit and it's criminal because they are supporting they're basically creating jobs with people who couldn't do any other job other than this job. They couldn't do anything else. This is the welfare state at work. Yep, they got the judge. They got the bailiff. They got the whole clerk. They got jobs for everybody. And none of these people could do any other jobs but this shit. And they need women to lie. We need women to lie on men. And you could create a whole goddamn industry with them telling lies on fathers. <laughs> Not only do they lie about the father not paying, 30% of the time, that father is not even the, the child's father. 30% of the time, that child is not even the child's father. You cannot make this shit up. Rest in peace to Kevin Samuels. We got our man Albert Ingram says a lot of ex-exes say they do it for the women in the past who abused them. Right? They do it for the women in the past who abused them. They lie? Wow. Shout out to you. It's total bull crap. West A says men lie, hurt feelings. Females lie, destroy lives. I mean, who doesn't see it this way? Is there anybody who disagrees with me? Anybody that says that I'm bitter and hurt? All right. I present, do I be laying out my case like Johnny Cochran? Because <laughs> I don't just get up here and talk. I lay out my whole case. I be using evidence. I be using women's voices. I be using the news. I use the data. We use the insurance company. I laid out my whole case, like my brother here, Mr. Anthony, Mr. Anthony Elite. I lay out my whole case. And yet and still, there's one person sitting up here going, I bet you he's gay. I bet you he's an incel, too. And he can't get women. And he's divorced, so he's bitter and hurt. There's one person. There's at least five people. With bifocal lenses in their glasses. <laughs> bifocal lenses. Dandruff. Sitting up here. Talking about I'm making this shit up. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. It's a ninja guy. He got his hat on backwards. In a bra under his tank top. Piss right now. <laughs> and I came up with seats. This this ninja ankles ashy, kneecaps black and ashy. He ain't brushed his teeth yet. He woke up early in the morning to wake up to be mad at everything I'm talking about. <laughs> and guess what? Here we are. Where are we at? Super chat. Last couple. Derek. Choice. 
He says, I'm going to run grocery store game this weekend, but with three carts. And he says, can you help carry the groceries, coach? Not me, man. Mm. Not I. My man going full uh, Philadelphia wallow mode. Three carts. I'm going to just show up to Target with a cart and have women. Hey, ladies, get what, what you want. Pile it up. Big dough butter. He says, do not a play in their emotional playground. You have to see when they're trying to pull you into it. Focus on your money. Yep. <laughs> Focus on your money. Where's Wallow? We need to get together, man. I'm going to Target, and I'm going to tell the first woman I see. To wrap you in. The first one. <laughs> my woman brave. Indeed. Uh, do, we got, uh, do we have any more on the, it looks like PayPal. I thought I got all of y'all brothers. No. 1051. Maybe I didn't. We're getting close. Uh, Coach, look up Eleanor Williams from Daylay. Very, I think I talked about her. Very recent story. A 19-year-old female that said she was gang-graped and beat. And she added makeup on her face and got the whole town on a manhunt. If you're interested, here's the article. Eleanor Williams is now in the Hall of Fame of Liars. Looks like Cash App is tying me out. <laughs> right? They don't want me to get no more money. But hey. Fritz says, newly divorced, freshly divorced. He says, I do, I did, and I'm done. My advice for freshly divorced men is do not get married at least for the next 10 years. Do not do it. There's going to be a woman that's going to say she's going to do everything your ex-wife didn't do. And she's going to understand, and she's going to have to, she's wanted some retirement plan. Daily says, Coach, not only women lie about assaults, they also disregard guys that jump in to help if they do get assaulted. There are stories of men who jumped in to help a woman who was being assaulted, and when the men jumped in and got, got seriously injured, the woman walked away, not even calling the ambulance, just like the story of the man who got stabbed trying to help a woman. She just walked away. That is very critical. This is why I tell men, especially black men, we tend to do this in public. When we see things, we tend to be the ones to try to interject. All right. And we be like, hey, baby, baby, stop. stop. We tend to do this. Black men, stop doing that. This is how you get stabbed and shot. I actually played a video clip, which was cold, cold-blooded, of a, we got a couple more PayPals, cold-blooded of a guy. It was in Mexico. A guy was arguing with his girl at a nightclub. And, um, the girl was kind of, he. the guy was arguing, putting her in her place or whatever it was. And the guy jumped up to the guy that was arguing with his girl. And he punched the guy. Then he took the girl and walked away. <laughs> he took the girl and walked away as to save her like this. Okay. He said, black man starts saying world star and recording. So he took the girl, walks away. The dude gets up with the jammy, pulls out the jammy, claps the ninja, leaking. Ninja folded up, leaking. What do you think happened? Somebody said, let's see it. I showed it, and I actually showed it, and haters got it deleted from the other dude's channel that I showed it. So I cannot find, I can't find the clip. So he clapped the dude, dude's T-shirt leaking. Guess what happened? Guess what happened next? What do you think happened? What do you think the woman did? What do you think the woman did? I'm just going to ask you, my man, twitching on the floor. 
What do you think the woman did? Answer the question. Did she call the police? Did she call the cartel? Did she say the nightclub security? Did she call for help? She stepped right over that ninja leaking on the ground and left with the dude. She stepped over him. She was like, ah! She stepped over him and left. Now, people are going to be like, well, he had the firearm. She should have left or she was scared. But let me tell you, was it worth it to die that night? Yeah, the guy died. Was it worth it to die that night for a woman that just left with the guy? Hell no. You out there leaking and lost your hole? And she back getting her cheeks clapped by this dude. Hell no. Not I. Shout out to Miles says, shout out to the coach gang. It is very important that men get in game D discipline. What's going on here? They're asking me for an update. Remind me later. It says right here. He says, men, it is very important that you gain D discipline and know the bad sides of female nature. And he says, otherwise, you will end up in a woman's lie and have your entire life ruined. If you're unwilling, if you willingly trust women at their word, you deserve the buzzer. He says, especially when bad women are the majority in modern times. Cindy coached hashtag the after pill. Well, I can't, I can't just depend on because lies by omission is a thing too. Now, what could have what could have happened to her could be true. Right? She could say, I got beat up by my boyfriend tonight. That could be completely true. Now, why you got beat up has been admitted from the story. It's, om it's omitted. It's completely not there. Why did you get beat up? Well, is that important? Yes. <laughs> okay. You kicked it. You kicked his dog in the head. You burned up his shoe collection. You unplugged his PS5 when he was going to finish and win Call of Duty. You kicked this door in. You sliced him in the face. I mean, I mean, there's a whole bunch of <laughs> you kicked him in the nuts. The he found out the baby isn't his for for the last seven years, right? Yeah, you. There's a bunch of things that could have happened. I need to know the information. Why did he beat you up? Then I might be able to decide what I'm going to do about it. You instigated it. You called his mama something. You poisoned. You tried. He caught you putting Drano in his coffee. There could be a whole bunch of reasons. All right, shout out to no government name when kids grow up in a two-parent household or not. It is the environment that can influence the kid more than the parents. If you aren't a product of your parents, you're more likely to be a product of the environment. I'm not against two-parent households, but stressing or struggling about money won't make raising kids any easier. That's just my take on the matter. Shout out to you, yeah. So, yeah, you can have two parents, but if y'all broke that and in the hood could be a problem. I think we're almost done. I got two more. We got Java Cafecito. Have a great weekend, coach. Can you hit me with the Mexican music? I'm going to be drunk today off Modelo's. This is a day to drink if you need. Shout out to Eric. He says, my baby mama told me after she left, she chose to have a baby, a kid by me versus another guy. She was seen because she saw me as the better financial bet. And he says, and to be able to provide for our daughter. Been paying child support for seven years now. Women are in the business. They're in business from the jump. Listen to Cheese God Allah. And 
Let's get the sound bite. And that's you. Indeed. All right. So be careful about that, too. She picked you because you were the better resource provider. Let me get Vans. Let me see if it's a long one. He says, I have some unpopular opinions that you're probably going to get me banned on. Yeah, no, <laughs> you're not. All right. Let me see here. He says, women's lives can affect kingdoms, but men's lives can affect humanities. And he says, wars and so on. He says, look at what the elites told who were mainly men and the lives it took in collateral damage. Death doesn't affect you as much if you were not present when the person or the thing died and you never saw it die. If you heard that the person or thing got a proper burial, but you didn't see the body or the body the risk and trauma reduces significantly. Women only love babies and young kids. They don't love teenagers and adults. All right. Thank you for sharing that. So he said, when men do lie, uh, but the elites lie and it destroys kingdoms and whatnot. And people have to die on those lies. All right, dude, we are almost done. We're almost done, man. Thank you for enjoying the show. And it's going to be the rest of the weekend. Hey, do me a favor. Go to my channels. Um, the Notorious CGA channel, Ask Coach Greg Adams videos are being uploaded again. If you want to ask me a question, Adams at gmail.com and uh, we will get it going. Shout out to John says, you are speaking all facts, Coach. Forget the haters. I love the haters. Monetize the hate as well. And uh, Big Doe Butter, I got you. I think we got everybody. And if you super chat as I'm winding the stream down, it's too late. Shout out to the Coach Gang. Ladies, Contact me for the 52-point inspection program. I'm running this all throughout the summer. So if you guys are on Hot Girl Summer, I got you. We will kick the tires. I will check up under the undercarriage. I will make sure those feet are clean. Whatever you guys need me to do, I am here for you. Have a great weekend. Check out my other channel. Subscribe and all of that stuff. And we out of here, brothers. Peace. I am not mad that you teenagers don't find me hot. I understand that this is not the desirable body type in your age group. But in my age group, I'm decent. And in your dad's age group, I'm a fucking 10, baby.